and exclusive underground music from Los Angeles to any other city around it. Let's go. Your boy Steve the motherfucking Moore, man. What's Woo. good, y'all? Log in now. Brother 3, what's up, man? What up, man? Long fucking time no see. Mm-hmm. On camera, that is. I see bro all the fucking time, man. This is my brother. I see him every day. Mm-hmm. But... Man, we haven't done an interview in a very long time, three. Maybe no, not very long time. About a, about a week now. Yeah, Couple it's a weeks. Minute. Yeah. But you know what, bro? It was a very long time since we did an in-house, you know, interview where we're actually sitting with the person. Uh, so it's good to do that, man. Glad to be back at that shit. Thing. Welcome back, yeah, yeah, everybody that's been tuning in, uh, that's been waiting for us, man. We thank y'all. Uh, uh, we try to do this exactly at five o'clock, but you know, sometimes we're a little bit late. So, but you know, we did good today, bro. We did good. It was like six minutes. It's five away. Five yeah, away now. Good. You know what I'm saying? We did good on, on, on time, man. Yeah, oh, man. Did y'all give you a 15-minute grace period? Yeah, exactly. Uh, not all y'all. <laughs> Never mind. Take that back. Come up and went like two, three minutes late to work one time, and it was on me tough, bro. So, not all jobs. <laughs> no, nah, but um, yeah, man. Today is a very, very special. You can see where we're at, bro. We're out of our normal um, area. So, today's a very special interview. We got a great... A great uh, Artist slash, uh, you know, grinder slash entrepreneur, you know, slash hustler. But I don't mean hustler in that way. I mean hustler and like this dude is trying to do everything to 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 be successful, make that money, man. Uh, clothes brands, you know, this beautiful place that we're in, man, is his. Uh, you know, if if you're on Clubhouse, you might know this cat by face uh, from his picture, uh, or if you hear his voice, you might know him. Um, let's give it up for Mrs. Fucking Trapper, bro. Rich Trapper, man, how you doing, bro? I'm great, man. I'm great, man. Good. Shout out to everybody that. watching, man. Shout out to the Clubhouse family, sleepers in LA, all that. Sleeps, man. And we will get into that because you guys know, bro. I, I used to, oh, back when I was doing uh, on, on Clubhouse a lot, I used to always, you know, talk about it in my in my streams. I used to talk about it in interviews because I was always telling people, yeah, man, get on it, get on it. It's a great networking tool. Definitely. Clubhouse is a great app when used appropriately and correctly. Yeah. It's what you make. And this is not a paid ad, y'all. Don't think that we doing a commercial. No, it's it's I, I, we're we're legit about that shit. Yeah. If you, I I got to meet. I got to actually speak to a couple celebrities because of Clubhouse, and mm-hmm. that's something that I probably wouldn't have ever done in real life. You know what I'm saying? Let alone a phone call. You know what I mean? Right. But to be on there talking to them, chopping it up. Uh, who is the dude? Baron Davis. I got. He was on there, and he was doing. Um, like like notes for for what the fuck Baron Davis season two you know what oh, I'm saying yeah, so I got to get on there and so it's fun bro like you know basically before we get into the interview check out uh, Clubhouse and and see if if you can have some fun on there and what potential celebrities you can meet you know what I mean because I know I met a few hey, I know you met a few can I plug the app real quick do you think bro hey shout out to the Tomorrow app man Don Cannon got an app out for um, songwriters beat makers um, producers engineers I'm glad you um, mentioned him. All kind of shit, man. So shout out to my nigga Don Candy. Shout out Generation Now. Shout out to Tomorrow App. Make sure y'all go get that. Yeah. I do know them. You feel me? No, I no, I seen it. I, I heard the music too. But I, I know who on uh, Tomorrow. Shout out Don Candy. 
Hell yeah. No, and, and you guys got to understand, like, I had that a part of my questions too. So what I do with my questions is they're going to be scattered everywhere so that, you know, there's going to be sometimes you're going to mention something that was either in there already okay. and a conversation led to it, or there's going to be a question that you're going to answer that I'd even ask that wasn't, you know what I'm saying? That I even So it's just one of those, I like to let conversation flow. But I'm glad you brought it down, Cannon, because he was a part of my questions that I was going to ask. Because, bro, for everywhere from Wheezy to Fat Joe to, bro, Don Cannon worked with a bunch of people, bro. He's produced for a lot of artists, so it's dope. But anyways, man, so, so Rich the Trapper, bro, a.k.a. D. Hill, but y'all can't call him that. Just remember, y'all can't call him that. Only his family. I can't even call him that. Yeah. I'm just doing the interview, so I, I, you know what I mean? I did my research. You did. Why hip-hop, bro? Just start it off, man, because you know what I'm saying? You've been so successful in everything that you've done. Thank you. Why Why was music something that you wanted to, to push next? Um, well, I've always been, I love to, even still, I like to read. I love to write. Um, I was always into writing short stories as a child. Like, I'd be in my room. I just, you know, short stories, draw pictures. I love art. You know what I'm saying? Andy Foreman, I'm really into, I'm really into that. And, shit, I'm from South Central, born and raised. You feel me? Um... And that, that's just, that's, that's the sign of our culture. Yeah. You feel me? And when, when I say our culture, like, I, I want to throw this out here. I have to explain this to one of the homies. Um, people love to say, oh, L.A. niggas is ghetto. L.A. niggas is da 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 mm-hmm. Bro, that's our culture. You feel me? You wouldn't, you wouldn't go to a, a Roman gladiator, you know what I'm saying, you know, type situation, like, oh, they're, they're fighting too much. Mm-hmm. You would accept that, that that's the culture. You wouldn't start asking these niggas, well, why you fighting or why you can't do this? Why not? you would just accept it for what it is. Exactly. So when you coming into like, LA, look at the the, the bullfighting and stuff. We don't quit, bro. I think that's the stupidest that's thing. The crazy shit, just let themselves run from bulls. You know what I'm saying? Wow, it's, it's fifty of you niggas running from thirty bro. bulls. <laughs> why? But when you get there, I'm not gonna sit there and question. I'm gonna get a ticket and watch that motherfucker run. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna so, get a ticket and just watch y'all niggas run from bulls. Yeah. So when you when you when you visit in the Los Angeles County, my personal thing is to respect our culture. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think that we're ghetto. I don't think that we're ignorant. I think that that's our culture. Um, certain things symbolize certain th- certain things. So like you know the hats and the colors and all that kind of stuff. It's the same thing when you go to a Middle Eastern country and a woman's required to wear a hijab. Right. You feel me? Right. That that's the culture. You know what I'm saying? So you know to all the people that's funny in the comments. Oh, you just compare game banging. So religion, no, I didn't. I compared their culture of where they're from to the culture of where I'm from. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? By way of dress code. And so I look you know, at that as saying as when people say like black scent or that people have black scent. But when you go to like the south, like the southern countries, nobody ever tells you, Oh, why you talk like that? And there'll be a black person telling a white there won't be the black person won't go to a white person and be like, oh, why do you talk like that? Or another white person won't go to another white person and be like, why do you talk like that? Like like so it's just one of those people come to LA and I get that sometimes and the other people get that. Like, why do you speak us or like how you say ghetto? Like they think that's we speak ghetto speak. and it's like, no, that's just how we talk in LA. Like yeah. we're not it's not I don't think ghetto is a language for either, so I don't never think ghetto is a language either. I, I, never got to. I think that my culture is different than yours and because my culture is not what you're used to mm-hmm. and it's been betrayed it's been portrayed a certain type of way by the media, you might think a little less of it. But once mm-hmm. you engulf yourself in the culture, we got the best food. You know what I'm saying? Some of the best dressed motherfuckers walking this planet. I don't care what nobody say. Some of the flyest women, the best cars, and uh, we'll get more into it. But LA got the best music. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. They they like to act like we don't exist. We exist. We here for sure. So so growing up uh, in the Crenshaw district, am I correct? You grew up in the Crenshaw district. Yeah, I grew up in the Crenshaw district. What 
what was the household like right there? Was was music something that was part of, you know, we're going to keep going on with the music. Was that a part of your household growing up, or did that come later on in life? So, um, my grandmother always lived in the Crenshaw district. When I was young, my parents lived um, on 81st and Bullo. Okay. So that's the only point in time where my mother and father were together in a household, you know what I'm saying? That's when I was real, real young. But in that situation, um, Sugar Free, Snoop Dogg, DJ Quick, of course, Mary J. Blige, yeah. Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, Biggie, Tupac, 90s hip hop was a thing in my house. Okay. That was a thing, Snoop Dogg, you know what I'm saying? Um, the Relatives, fucking Shout MCA, relatives, you know what I'm saying? All kind of shit, like just whatever hip hop was. My dad is from Compton. You know what I'm saying? Okay. My mom is from the Crenshaw district. So So your pops was getting the mixtapes from the Compton Swap Meet. My dad loves my dad loved uh, DJ Quick. Love yeah. DJ Quick. His his shit was uh Nigga, you a gangster? No, I'm not. Nigga, you, you a gangster? gangster? No, I'm not. Nigga, you, you a gangster? gangster. Love that song. Yeah, he loved that song. DJ know? Quick, yeah, definitely is one of my favorite West Coast. Rap. I grew. I don't get me wrong. Like I'm from here. I'm from LA, but I I really grew up on New York rap and 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 that type of music. But DJ Quick was always that one rapper that because he made me laugh. He was lyrical, bro, and his beats was like smoothly different. You get yeah, what I'm DJ saying? DJ Quick was hard. Like he. DJ Quick is hard, excuse me, yeah, Paul. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, like I don't want to, I don't want to pass tense none of our legends because he's still relevant right now. Bro, bro was able to mix that R and B ish type of, you know, with the with playing, the bars. You know yeah, I'm playing that shit. So you know, so continue on that. So the West Coast was was in your house. I'm big on Sugar Free. My mm -hmm. mom. Loves I can be on my way. On my no, my mom shit was our father. Clark and had mm. quick gave me a beat and I thought that shit was yeah. slap get your money while you bullshitting that shit was a, a repeat and that's quick was out here changing the game with these beats Man, bro that shit was that shit was a, a, a constant repeat in my house you feel me yeah. that shit um, I want to say of course Snoop Doggy style all that kind of shit but for some reason sugar free while you bullshitting yeah. took my mother to a, a whole different place you feel me mm. Now, and that was just it. Like, my nigga, we went to um, the open charter school. You feel me? That's, um, at the time, I should like, off Crescent Heights, like, far west LA. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, we pulling up to the school, all the Jewish kids, Indian kids, da, 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 and my mom dropping up, like, you bullshitting, dude. It was like, <laughs> my nigga. And they not knowing that that song is going to change their lives and yeah, shit. But then, but then, okay, so let's take it to now, like, us being adults and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's just a part of LA culture. Because as people from LA watching this, you know what I'm saying, watching this live, I just name a couple songs that's gonna turn niggas up. Turn, man, what nigga? You feel yeah. me? Somebody in that, somebody in that living room just was like, oh shit, nigga, I forgot that, and went up to that because that's our culture. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, I think people just are intimidated by it. You feel me? Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? If you want to, good looking Yeah, yeah, man. So. I was I was really listening to your music, bro, and and you you really got something that you can talk about. You know, I, congratulations on Game Six, man, as, you, as well as Game Six that. the festival. You know what I mean? Thank you, brother. We're gonna get that. more into that as well. But I really wanted to just because I got some lines. You know what I'm saying? It was like knew I was a threat. I passed that stick like a relay, bro. Like I I love rhymes yeah. like that because it's that that metaphor is like it's so real but if you know what a stick is you know what a stick yeah, is but if you know what we yeah, you know what track you know what I'm saying if you know you know if you don't know it's just yeah. nothing and I, I love that shit bro cause I, I, I'm no type of rapper I'm all about similes and metaphors and you know when I heard your music 
I, I like at first I thought you were an Atlantic artist, so I thought you were from nah. not Atlantic. I, I thought you were from Atlanta, and so I, I thought, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to really like you know try to put the volume up so I can hear if, in case you know you slur your words or yeah. nah, bro. But then I started hearing you spit your shit. I was like, damn, this bro, he from he from Atlanta, bro, bro from out here. Yeah, bro. Atlanta just has been real good to me at this point. Yeah. Atlanta's like a second home. Atlanta is a, is a beautiful city, man. They show me a lot of love. Yeah, it seems like it, man. Every time I go, uh, you know, back again to Clubhouse, bro, when I would do the the Atlanta, going to Atlanta rooms and stuff like that, bro, it was always love, man. I was getting yeah, cool. I was getting invited to the top. People would see my hair, and they wouldn't even, like, make fun of me, bro. They'd be like, oh, you know, why you got see, green no, hair? In, in, in Atlanta, nigga, they're going to say, why you got green hair? And as long as your ass are halfway makes sense, all right, cool. That's what you want? All right, cool. What you talking about, my nigga? Like, we see the green hair. We see blah, blah, blah. But what you talking about? And if you have something of, something of substance to offer, they'll fuck with you. As long yeah. as you really ain't no dirtbag. You feel me? <laughs> no, exactly, bro. And that that's one thing that I always try to do because... You know what I'm saying? I know I, I speak a certain way and it might rub certain people off and that's never my intention and I never want anyone to feel uncomfortable around me. So, you know, when I get in any room, you know, it, whether it's all black folks, all Mexicans, all whites or whatever, I try to make sure that they can, you know, they can feel comfortable with me no matter what race it is. You know what I'm saying? Just because a person. I'm a person, bro, and yeah. I love, but I love people and I want people to, thank you, I want that shit to reciprocate off, reciprocate you know what I'm saying? Because I want people to, to love me back like I'll show them love, you know? That's all it's about, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you get more flies with honey than you ever get with salt. Hell yeah. So so let's let's get uh, back into the music. How how did this journey begin? Like, did what, was it something that, that your mom was playing in the house, your granny? Or was it something that probably, probably you got when you got older? Probably a combination of all. Music has always kind of been a thing. You feel me? Like, I, my, at my grandmother's house, you know what I'm saying? God bless her soul. It's still a record player in her bedroom right now. You know what I'm saying? And I remember playing with that record player when I was a kid. You feel me? Like, I remember just church music. I would have, like, little songs. Like, oh, I fuck with this song. I'm in church. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Oh, they finna play this? Okay, they're finna go ahead. It's like church songs used to pop, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't gonna say in front like I was in there every song as a child, but every now and again, that one that come on, like, oh, yeah, that's the bass. Yeah, like something to go up with. Like, <laughs> a little bass come in. Um, it was never a quiet ride to school. I'm an LA nigga, big mm. boy every morning. You feel me? Yes, sir. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I actually got to meet bro, so it was an honor. Really? Yeah. That's hard. It was an honor, bro. I yeah, got to I meet met bro. him yet, but when it's gonna he, happen uh, one day. That's when hard. Did, when he did the. Uh, the yeah, I did his Hall of the, the Walk the Walk of Fame, I think. The Star. The Star. The star. The star. The star. I was there, I went to the little VIP. He was nice, bro. He cool as fuck. Everybody really like, that nice, cool bro. as fuck. Like, you gotta understand how Yeah, that's dope. You know, you're a celebrity yourself, bro. So let's get to that. Let's actually let's get let's continue uh, your story first and then we'll get into the whole handling things as a celebrity. Okay. Because I cool. want people I wanna know about that too. But let's get let's get back into uh you know, you grew up listening to Big Boy on the radio. Um, yeah, so it's Big Boy every morning. You know what I'm saying? The phone taps and all that shit. You feel me? But even that's <laughs> even that's hip hop culture. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Hey, if you really think about it, bro. Even people from out of state know Big Boy. Bro, so Big Boy is the first content creator. Phone taps are content, bro. Wow. Mm. So, yeah. Soldier Boy, my question, yeah. you on? Nah, stop. <laughs> 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 Big Boy, he did it first. But um, so it was Big Boy in the morning. But then I remember shit like fucking Julio G. Westside Radio, all that shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, but you know, Big like Boy, and, and, and I'm not trying to shit on him, but Big Boy actually, a lot of his stuff, he learned it from, um, if you go way, way back, 
He learned it from this dude named Rick Dees. Do you remember Rick that Dees sounds, in the morning? That sounds familiar, but you know So Rick Dees was Rick Dees in the morning, and then Big Boy came familiar. through and kind of like Rick That's Big hard, Boy though. took over Rick Dees, like his, top, you know his, okay. his and when because yeah. it, it turned in Rick Dees was doing more of those like top forty type of you know Big Boy one on one type Boy, of songs. Big Boy gave it to us. Yeah, Big Boy gave it to us, bro. He yeah. brought hip hop and and made That's that right. shit into rap, bro. So. That's hard. And that's how you can't be, but you know. But you um, know what? I'm, I'm glad we go. I'm I'm gonna reference that when we get to talking about another part of the interview because sometimes it's just about doing what works. You you you, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just have to put it on the lane that works for you and then drive your course. What do you, you think mean? artwork is? You know, <clears throat> art and paintings are made from people looking at someone else's you know work, right. and 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 that's what I feel like. I never looked. Unless it's like straight up plagiarism, you know, that's different. But I like when people reference or sample or so let's let's get to that. What's your take on, on people sampling I or referencing? Yeah. I love a good sample. I love a good reference. I don't care, it doesn't bother me. I like good music, you feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not some fucking twelve year old pimple face kid in the suburbs. That has all the fucking opinions on rap music. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Bored. Like nah. I love good music, bro. You feel yeah. me? So and that's not even um Subjugated specifically to rap. Mm-hmm. I love good music, R and B, pop, rock, country. What I'm saying, if it's a good song, it's a good song. We randomly heard some niggas spitting a country rap song last night. That shit was kind of hard. He, that shit was who, who knows? The two girls from Arkansas. Yeah, the two girls. From, yeah, the two girls from Arkansas. One of them was a fucking full blown country singer. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, and that was that was hard. Like, who knew I like country music? Shit, I didn't. I, I know. Okay, I might can fuck with this. You feel me? Yeah. And that's that's just that. So a sample, the purpose of the sample is to take something that's already been successful mm-hmm. and then recreate it to create further success. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like that. That's just it is what it is. You know. Even if you listen to your old Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg's, all them songs is fucking samples. If your yeah. parents is old enough, you know where them songs came from. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. And and I like to look at it as. Because I, I saw this in an interview one time with uh, Barry Gordon, and he was like, when when you reference art, my old artists, or when anybody does that, like samples and stuff like that, you're bringing money back to those labels, putting it back into that, that artist's pockets, or back into the label that created Look that. Look what Mulatto you know? did with Mariah Carey's Sweet Fantasy. Thank you. I love it. Thank you. That shit hot. You yeah, feel me? And that's just <laughs> one of many, bro. That's like, just one of many. And, and, and who, in, in 2022, how the fuck else you gonna get a Mariah Carey feature? Okay, now now you feel me? And she did that. My now nigga, that's big. shit. Look at that with with Usher. How like with Saweetie did the song with Usher too? That blew my mind as well. Yeah, like, see, me? I love when they can sample somebody, but when you can bring the artist, the original artist, back on there, bro. Hard, that dude. you're not only giving them royalties for the song, they're getting more mo- new money now because it's like a brand new song. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so they're getting paid twice. There you go. And then you know, and and I love to bridge the gap. Now we have Sweetie and Mariah. I'm not sorry. We have uh, Lotto and Mariah Carey, and all the people who knew Mariah Carey and all the people who know Lotto meet in the middle. Beautiful thing. Yeah. And beautiful and, thing. And that's love. As long as each artist gets their 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 whatever's due to them, you know what I'm saying. And that's, that's all love. So so tell us, man. Like, um, what? Was it that you were doing before for making music? Like, what was your grind? What was your 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 plans? You know what I'm saying? Um, was it something that the music come to you where you wanted to make music at a young age? I've never done anything else. Okay. Like, I've never slam dunked the basketball. I've never scored a touchdown. You feel me? Like, can't hit a baseball really probably for shit. 
You feel me? Like that respect the honesty, bro. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't my thing. You feel me? Like the only sports that I really be into, like I was talking about boxing. You feel me? Like I'm, I'm big on boxing and shit. Oh, yeah, like that. I saw that. Yeah. yeah, I'm big on boxing. Um, that's that's really it. You feel me? I'm trying to think what other sports. Were. I like I like the niggas gonna crucify me. I watch anything California. Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, okay. whatever, my nigga. So whoever is whatever in California, my I'm a I'm a root for the Clippers no matter what. I'm a Clipper fan. Niggas can say whatever feel however, I don't care. I'm a Clipper fan. You feel me? But then of course I'm a Laker fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm a uh, I'm a Warrior fan. And I'm, I'm gonna say I'm not a Warriors fan, but if if war if the if the Warriors make it a shit, I'm, I'm a Warrior fan. Like I'm not from the Bay, my nigga, so I, I don't I don't like, you know what I'm saying, hold the same regard that the homies from the Bay have for him. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, I'm a purple and gold nigga. You know what I'm saying? I love the Lakers. You feel me? I'm a Clipper fan, honestly, by fucking grandfather clause at this point. Because, mm-hmm. nigga, god damn if we having a hard time. Clippers yeah. was the shit at one point, yeah, bro. Like, you know our, what I'm our grandparents. Like, shit. <laughs> it might have been during our and grandparents. Yeah, so I've just been a Clippers fan since I was a kid, my nigga. But in reality, you know what I'm saying? I'm a huge LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I love the fact that he's in L.A. right now. Um, when it comes to football... You know what I'm saying? Again, just a fan of anything California, my nigga. And then, you know what? By default, we still... I'm still claiming the Raiders, bro. I don't give a fuck. I'm still claiming the Raiders. Because <laughs> Vegas is L.A. Junior, my nigga. Pretty much, yeah, bro. Like, Vegas you is know what L.A. Saying? Junior. That's our little getaway. Yeah, shit. that's just our getaway. It's only four hours away. An, an affordable yeah. getaway. Sometimes. Yeah. sometimes. Vegas is only four hours away. That's down the street. So, so tell us, um, what... Was there a certain song that made you wanted to be an artist? Or what... I know you, you were listening you know to what? a lot of what your pops was playing. When I, when I knew, I was going to just be like, okay, I'm going to rap. Like, when I was at my biggest peak of being into rap music, it was probably being a fucking T.I. fan. Okay. And it's, it's, it's crazy for me sometimes. This is 05 T.I.? Hell yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is, this is uh, Bring Him Out. This is yeah. You Don't Know Me. This is Rubber Band, Man. Like this is, I'm shit. serious. <laughs> this is, um, you know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah. remember Rubber Band, Man? Hell yeah. yeah. That was a breakthrough. All type of shit. Like this is this is my tenth grade year, Ti. You feel me? Type shit. So um, anything from urban, I'm serious to I'm a king to urban legend to all that shit. Like I was into all that. I bought the PSC album. You know what I'm saying? Young Joe. I was into this whole thing. And Eminem got me into him. Remember that song they did together? When mm. I touched down. Oh, Ti Eminem. Yeah. That's how. Man, I found oh yeah, I was big. Oh, they got big. I was already. I was <laughs> slide slide to Ti. Um, it was T.I. I used to listen to a lot of Jeezy. And then later on came Rick Ross. But at the time, it was um, Snoop Dogg, of course. Like, I never wanted to mention Snoop Dogg. Yeah. But it was at this particular time, it was a gang of T.I. And then T.I., being such a huge fan of this nigga, led me to DJ Drama. You know okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know what I'm saying? That's when I started finding all these fucking mixtapes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And this was fucking, remember LimeWire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm a yeah. LimeWire, LimeWire giving my fucking computer all kind of viruses and STDs and shit, nigga. LimeWire <laughs> fucking computer all. See, over you that. guys don't understand. Yeah, we was really had to like, download music and that shit would come with an automatic virus. They don't have viruses like they used to anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nowadays, you whatever the fuck. You have to damn it, throw the computer away, my nigga. Yeah. Like, that shit is fucked up. You feel yeah. me? Viruses on your computer from Because it costs the same much to to get a new one than to fix it. Hell yeah, because niggas is just getting all kind of music, my nigga. Just real life fucking. <laughs> music for that type of shit. So Sorry, you're, you're you're a teenager, uh, I assume. You're 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 get, getting into hip hop, getting into rap. Did you know at that point? All right, and this is two part. Did you know at that point I want to boom make music? And then the second part is, 
did you already know what type of music music you wanted to make? Like yeah, as far as lyric wise, beats. I already knew I was gonna make music, and I already knew the type of music. Cause I mean, by then I'm in tenth grade. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my homeboy Demond Lewis. Um, my nigga, in seventh grade, we used to be. He was in my homeroom class. And we used to write like little eight bars. You know what I'm saying? And we'd be at home and we'd be real quiet. I'd be looking at this nigga, he'd be looking at me, writing a little eight bars, and then we'd go to nutrition and we'd battle. Yeah. And me and Demond used to do this shit every fucking day, my nigga. And we'd have a circle around this, and it'd just be the shit. That was my first stage. Now that I think about it, I never even told this story before. I did a gang of interviews, I ain't never told this story. That was my first stage. See what I mean? Like, it, but, uh, questions just like, you yeah, know, Palms, Palm Junior High School, Palms Middle School, whatever you want to call it. And a motherfucker in front of the, uh, by the candy store, in front of the uh, cafeteria, we would stand in a circle, and we would battle. Me and my nigga Demond every day, and then little by little, more kids would join in, and all that type of shit. And I give it to my, I give it to my bro. We stopped battling each other eventually, and we just go against the other kids. And all, but that yeah. was that was it. You feel me? And and I love the feeling. That's my touchdown. But you already, you already had an, a, a a way of paving the way for people. Had you and your, your homie not done that, those new artists, you know what I'm saying? Like how yeah, we're all so, children yeah. of Lil Wayne, you know what I'm right, saying? Yeah, that's real shit. Had you not done that with your homie, those artists or those people that you battling probably would you know, they're probably still doing it to this day and they probably wouldn't have even thought of doing that had you not, you know? Oh, they ain't gonna smoke. No, I was so, oh, go ahead. Oh, look so, at you, you're a rare form. So you, you got to pave the way, man, and that's just much more respect as a as an artist to another artist, just I never because, looked at it like that. Yeah, bro, you gotta, you really gotta look at it like that because now that you're in a position where you're kind of, you know, a role model and stuff, uh, and I mean it in a way where people are watching you now and, yeah. and you're getting, you're more of an influencer. You gotta understand, a lot of this shit came from something. This isn't just stuff that, oh, people are just now influencers. No, influencing things have been around for even before the internet. It's just how you, pers- you know. How you look at it, and you know, like you've been an influencer, bro. I always tell people this too. It, that's a that's a privilege and a blessing for like as as grown men for another grown man to come to you and be like, "Hey, bro, I see what you're doing, man. I respect what you're doing, man. Like you did, blah blah blah. Okay, I know I can do it now. That's not something to be trifled with. That's not something because to be think of it. Look how vulnerable that person has to be yeah, to sit here and, and not and even something that people will be like, "Are oh, you a pussy? Why are you letting a, another man?" Be the reason you you live and shit, but no. When these fans really tell you, you know, you gave me a reason to live, you you you, they're vulnerable, bro. They're and you really, have to res- you, now you have to respect that, and you have to, to a degree, live up to that expectation. Oh no, I only do the honey duchess. They, I don't know something about the, the leaves, my nigga. I can't. No, I get it. I get it. Um, they they hit rough. Yeah, you feel me? Um, but it's when when somebody tells you that, you have to respect it. And not only that, for me personally, like I can't let you down. So I'm I'm a I'm an independent artist. You feel me? I want to deal bad as fuck. I want to deal bad as fuck. Like yeah, I'm grinding. Yeah, I'm putting my shit together. Yeah, I'm doing blah blah. Shout out to my nigga Royce my road. He just texted me. Um, let me see. Sorry about that. No, don't All right, cool. this is your interview. Um, no, nah, my nigga Royce, man. We gonna talk about him too. Him and Willie Joe, my nigga TC. Um, but when when they tell you that. Like, I go, I'm sorry, I'm an artist, I go through every emotion, I'm independent, you know what I'm saying? I spend a lot of money on this shit. Like, videos cost, you know what I'm saying? 
my nigga's family, but he's not free. You feel no, me? I get it. Like I shit get it. like that. You know what I'm and saying? And it's, it's that's family right there that you'll pay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's real family shit that you'll pay you him for me? his time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you like my nigga? I'd have been afraid. I'd have been sad. I'd have been happy. I'd have been. What Lip say in an interview? Lip said this shit as an independent artist, you're gonna feel every emotion, bro. Every emotion. Even quitting, wanting to quit. So when you get to that point where you want to quit, for me. Man, I can't even imagine how sad niggas would be if I stopped doing this shit. Like, cause I, I know, like, I don't know niggas personally. Well, I do know niggas personally, but I know I've met people in the streets who's like, like, bro, like, I see you, my nigga. Like, I see you, you feel me? And then sometimes you don't know, cause I, really, take a second to think about this. I'm finna say some crazy shit. None of us in this room can see ourselves. We can all see each other, but none of us can see ourselves. So when you can't see yourself sometimes, you don't know if what you're doing is making an actual impact or if you're actually taking any steps, you just have to go by faith. Right. Because you really don't know. You just gotta listen to that little voice in your head that I believe is God, call it what you wanna call it, and you continue taking steps forward and you gotta walk by faith and just you just gotta just, you know, know that that's the way to go. But that's scary as fuck, my nigga. I got kids. How do like like I'm and I'm depending my whole family and everything on that feeling of I just know. That's a terrifying feeling, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? But maybe I'm making it possible for the next person to know. And and you're definitely like 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 I was saying, bro. You're, these people are in that same position. You know, you feel vulnerable sometimes when you're thinking like, how how am I gonna you know do this or how am I gonna do that? And the fact that you you decided to just do it instead of asking how you're you know what I'm saying. You just decided to put it into faith. That was the biggest thing, too. I had to just stop asking for permission and asking for advice and asking for... Not saying asking for help, because I do be asking for help. But, um, like, just do it, my nigga. Like, I don't know how to fly. Just jump off a fucking cliff. Mm. And then, shit, see what happens. Don't necessarily... <laughs> yeah, don't necessarily... Yeah, that was it. That was it. I'm going deep right now you feel me I'm, you know what I'm saying we're just playing with y'all we know you guys are that fucking dumb so and so, look for legal purposes if you jump that's on you nigga I didn't mean that shit literally right. so let, let all like we don't need a survivor rich trapper in 20 years like nah you jumped on your on the corners I'm we not telling you jump off the cliff a, a settlement case and shit. right where the fuck did you even find the cliff <laughs> right now bro how are we able to watch it there ain't no fucking signal up there so tell us, I'm pretty sure your fans and supporters will want to know what um, what's your writing process? What's your formula like? You know, oh, what I'm that saying? shit is fucking wild, man. First of all, all right, look, I don't advise nobody to do this. The Uh-oh. Tesla has autopilot. Oh, okay. Nigga. I think I know uh, where you yeah, He hates that shit. <laughs> I would too. Nigga, shit. wait. Nigga, let Jesus <laughs> take the will, literally. Nigga, we. Or whatever, but the, the sound in the Tesla is amazing, my nigga. Right. Like the sound, that shit is so. How so is it like? Crazy. You mean like the quietness or the, the everything? Like the crispness, acoustics, everything, my okay. nigga. Like I have never written a song in a more for me sonically pleasing place than inside of a Tesla. Wow, you wow. feel me? Okay, like that. I love. Whatever, the homie's gonna laugh like, bro, this nigga won't stop talking about this car. I don't give a fuck, nigga. Like, Eli Musk. That's how you know he really means it. Like, that's how you know he really means it. Eli bro, we're gonna put something together. But, um. No, I think he sold it, no? No, whoever owns Tesla, (laughs) like, whatever, I ain't tripping, we're gonna figure this out. I don't got no face tattoos or nothing. I look, I'm aesthetically pleasing. Um, hey man, look, I ain't saying that, but look, man, you feel me? When I I get to the bag, I'm gonna go crazy, but I, I ain't there yet. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, man, shit. Um, when it comes to me writing these music, bro, like, it's having, like, five beats. I might write, like, two or three songs, two or three verses. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I might write two or three verses, and then, you know what I'm saying, I get stuck, and then I go on to the next place, and then I go on to the next song, and then I might get stuck, and then I come back to what I was just writing. Yeah. And it's just a constant ping-pong back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Me and Three just got through talking about that, where it's just, like, you 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 write these verses, but then you got to move on. It's like it's something like you hear this beat and you're like, oh, I'll get back to this song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then sometimes mind. if the beat is hot enough, I, it, it'll write itself. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. It'll write itself. Thank you. People look at me weird when I say that shit. They be like, how do you freestyle like so easily, or how do you do this? Bro, the beat the has beat to make you want to rap. To me. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. The beat has to make you want to rap better. Mm. The beat should be so good that without your lyrics, you would listen to this beat. Really think about what I just said. Take away all the lyrics. Is it still a good song? Mm. That's a huge part of the record, is the beat. You feel me? Yeah, that's and, true. And you have to have something that is sonically pleasing. You feel like, me? Like, look at uh, uh, Friday. Look at uh, It's a Good Day by, by Ice Cube. It's been on, like, two or three different beats. But mm -hmm. the verses and everything was so on point that... You know what I'm it saying? It never misses. And that's why you can have, you know, rappers like, like Pac, rest in peace, uh, Nip, rest in peace, where years later they dropped a, a new song or it'd be like the same song that they did before. But it's just on verse. a different beat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it all has to match. For me, um, I'll accept beats from anyone. You feel me? That doesn't necessarily mean that I'll use anyone's beats. You know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? I've ran into some gems. Off some random ass niggas with like two or three hundred Instagram followers, like oh shit, this thing's like slappers. You feel right, me? Yeah. He and he's just not uh, discovered yet. Right. But um, back when I used to steal beats, bro, if I could cut you off, when I used to steal beats off YouTube, I used to steal the ones he's that got like fifty views, a hundred views. People don't know. But if you, if you go with the algorithm, the the YouTube's been having like an algorithm, so they'll keep sending you more producers like on your YouTube page. Uh, that have 50 views, 100 views. Okay. Bro, I used to go off there and just take beats and then, like, give them their credit and do all that, you know, later on. But, yeah, that's how you used to do it, bro. Like, it's well, smart we to do We all snatch YouTube beats. Just grab sure. people with, with that that don't seem like they have, uh, they're popping and stuff like that, and they change their lives, bro. And then, to me, and then, again, too, this is not saying that, well, let me, let me say this. I work with anybody. You know what I'm saying? If you're making good music and you're making good beats, you have good production, I'm fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm okay with that. So, um, I'm, I'm listening for somebody who makes me, I have to rap better. Your beat should be so good that as being, like, um, okay, so I try to write, whether they're good songs or bad songs, one song a day. You know what I'm saying? If I'm really on my shit three songs a day, but I'm mandatory one song a day. Not every song is going to be... That's proper, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But that's, that's for me, that's like shooting free throws in the gym. You know what I'm saying? So, if I was a... Uh, so, how do you feel... About cats that be like, and do you think it's possible these cats that say, oh, yeah, I write like 30 songs, 50 songs, even they've gone as high as saying I write 100 songs a day. I personally, as a writer, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but I used to be like, man, that's fucking bullshit, bro. Unless you're in here for like 15, for 20 years. Yeah, yeah I, don't just, I just don't have the time. Those be the dudes like, that say, sign. Yeah, I ain't saying that they don't, but... I, don't, I just don't have the time to write a hundred songs a day. You yeah, feel so me? I, I, I'm still running the label. I'm still running my own situation. You yeah. feel me? I still got. I still have to handle the actual business side. You feel me? Somebody had to book this fucking interview. <laughs> like, yeah, so, me? so talk to us about that. So, you know, I want. I want to get more into when you were younger. I want to get there too. But let's. 
Let's talk business. Let's talk now that now that you're older, man. What what you got going on, bro? Um, so I'm starting on my label, which is gonna be Rich Records. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Start I'm still um honestly, right now business is is going for a deal. That's that's where my that's, that's where my, my biggest focus is, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people be like, Oh, you stay independent, how you say blah 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 da I don't give a fuck about none of that. I know what's best for me. You feel me? I know it's best for my situation. I know where I want to go. I know where I know where my projection is. You feel me? And I know what steps I need to take to get to where I need to go. You feel me? This is no disrespect towards nobody. This is no, you know, no nothing towards nobody. But me, let's run this back. You feel me? Let's let's talk. Let's talk a global. Let's situation. talk more about that, bro. Because I feel like you you def you definitely have a point. Being an, an independent artist myself, you're so right. Because I even tell three, bro, like. You know, we, we can do this ourselves. We've been doing it. You know, bro, been doing this shit forever. But I feel like if we had, if we were signed, you know what I'm saying? I know I shit on labels, but if we were signed and had a good, uh, a good Had a good deal, situation. Yeah, yeah. It would really help out, bro. These music videos that I shoot maybe once every three, four months, bro, I could shoot five every three, you know, every mm-hmm. two months. Like, So how, how I'm looking at it is. I'm, I'm learning the steps, you know what I'm saying? And, you know what I'm saying? I would shout out to uh, Fly A&R's Brick by Brick Management. That's Willie Joe and Royce Monroe. That's the uh, Generation L A&R team. Okay. They they have showed me the business side of it. So, like, how to produce a rollout, how to, you know what I'm saying, do marketing, advertising, how to, you know what I'm saying, strap up a budget and figure out how to disperse what funds this way and which funds this way, blah, blah, blah. Simple things like... In addition to going to the studio, going to the right studios. Yeah. It's not enough just to go to the studio. Go to this specific studio because such and such, such and such, such and such records here, and you might bump into them. You might bump into an, a, a manager or an assistant or an heir. Fucking intern. You never know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Speak bro. to people. You know Motherfuckers have made it by just like impressing the, um, giving, when they used to give out demos. I've read uh, where they impress the the dude that just sits there and take you know at the right. desk like the they don't even they support they're supposed to take the demo I guess and put it somewhere for somebody but sometimes they throw it away. I've seen people get famous by that person just like fucking with them and saying, right. all right, you know, because a lot of times all you need is a fucking co-star. Somebody be like, oh yeah, that nigga fire. That takes one second. Oh yeah, that nigga fire. That's literally one second. Somebody there. There you go. So um, when it comes to, to where I'm at right now, I'm like, I mean, I, we put on music festivals, you know what I'm saying, videos. I put myself on short city by city tours, um, merchandise, fucking podcast interviews. Um, if you can name it, I didn't did it. You feel Y'all me? Y'all see what I mean by like, do, book your own shows, be your own manager? Yeah, this is living fucking proof, shit. man. Yeah, I don't have no manager or nothing. Good, you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't got none of that. You know I mean, saying? well, good, I, I don't mean a disrespect, but good in a way where, you know, nah, I mean, I'm, well, you're your own manager. I, and, and this is what I always say, too. It's not that I'm opposed to any of these, anybody else playing these positions. I just don't have it yet. You feel me? Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I'm open for whatever a good situation for me is. Yeah. But at the same time, I put in so much time, energy, education, money, and effort, heavy on the education, heavy on the money. To where you can't just come around me saying anything. You feel me? I know what it's supposed to look like. You feel me? I know I know how to handle all sides of this player, owner, coach situation. You feel me? So when it comes time for me to you know negotiate or talk numbers and all that type of shit, I have a little bit more education. I have a little bit more of a following of, of tangible monetary success. Like I understand that the views on Instagram and 
YouTube and all these things, those, those are big. You know what I'm saying? You want to get your views up. You want to run your promotions and your advertisements to increase your views. Like, as we sit here and talk, I got advertisements running in Atlanta right now. You feel me? So, you know, you want to continue to stay in rotation. But I can show you how I took this amount of money and made this amount of money. Now, has Clubhouse been a way you've been able to... Let's get into Clubhouse because I know a, a lot of your connections have been from there as well, right? Like, you've been able to meet... Yeah, I've met a lot of cool people on so Clubhouse. I've met a lot of cool how, people how, how has that been helping you, you know, get in on there? Um, for me, everybody uses Clubhouse. Like your business. Every, so, and for me, I use Clubhouse as a way to engage with my, with my, my supporters. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I use Clubhouse as a way... Because I'm not really too big on like responding to DMs and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not that I won't, but again, it's, it's just, natural, bro. You're yeah. you're a popping artist. You're gonna get a lot of DMs, bro. And, and, and you know where I respond to the most DMs at? On airplanes. <laughs> why why that sound true though? Because you're in a long ass flight, yeah, like, like Martin Luther. So you know what? I, I'm gonna be headed out somewhere where I'm gonna be on a train for like ten hours. So maybe I like this dude, man. You're such yeah, you're such a laid back, chill guy, and it's crazy because I I get to meet so many different people and I get to interview so many people and and I I like them all individually. And I've come from I've, I've overcome some fucked up shit. Man, like I, I've anything you want to talk, anything you like to let people know, you know. Man, what well, shit? I, uh, you don't have uh, to go like I said. No, you no, ain't I'm good. Go I'm too much. No, no, you, I'm good, man. Shit. Um, I'm trying to think, man. Shit. Every typical LA shit. You go to jail, blah blah blah. Shot yeah. up, stabbed up, all that bullshit, blah blah blah. The the biggest thing for me was. I wouldn't even call that, to be honest, bro. That's to show you respect, yeah. I wouldn't even call that typical. That's still not good, bro. That's not. It shouldn't be typical, you know what I'm it's saying? It's fucked up, yeah, that's it's real. fucked up, you know what I mean? We gotta really, I don't wanna just go past it like, so you've been stabbed and you've been... Man, you've been I got, the, the the worst injury that I probably have right now is when, I don't know, see that shit like, like a little hole right here? Kinda, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. shit was a, that was a while ago. I got stabbed in the back. Um, I used to work at the cat, remember the car wash on Crenshaw, like 42nd, right across from Liquor Bank? Uh, I don't think so, bro. Man, that I shit, might not be so man, man, that's by the Crenshaw Mall. You know what I'm saying? It's like right before Crenshaw Stalker. But if you if you West Side nigga, you know what I'm talking about. I used to work at that. Is Crenshaw Mall the Fox Hills Mall? No, the Fox Hills okay. Mall is on Slossy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Dang, y'all niggas don't ever come to the West Side? Man. <laughs> when I would go out <laughs> there, bro. The, the Swami? Nah, the Crenshaw Mall. Crenshaw is between like Stalker and King. Or Crenshaw. Right before you Is right it a different name? Jungles. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know that yeah. one right before the jungles was apartment. Yeah, the Crenshaw Mall. Okay, I didn't know that. Was, I thought it was a different name. What's well, called the Baldwin Hills Crenshaw? Baldwin. See, it was with a B. It was. Oh, I knew yeah, it was with a B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. On God, I knew it was with a B. Y'all niggas gotta come to the West Side more, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. I was just working at that car wash, and I was squatting down. I was um biting somebody's rims. And I can say where the nigga was from or whatever, but I had had an issue with the nigga when we was in the county. Okay. And, I pro and honestly, I didn't really remember this nigga, so, but I obviously I probably whooped your ass. Ain't that some shit, yeah, bro? I didn't really come back to you. Yeah, hundred percent honest. Like he kind of looked familiar. Like once I got my bearings and shit, I, he kind of looked familiar, but whatever. Yeah. But I was wiping the rims, and this nigga, I just felt like a like a sharp pain in my oh, back. Oh no! What the fuck! I, mean, I thought somebody. I thought I got stung by a bee. That's the first thing I thought. So I put my hand. There's blood all over my fucking fuck. So it just feel because I haven't been stabbed another. It just felt like a little sting like that. Or? Well, I don't know what it was. Adrenaline started. Oh going. yeah, you right. I, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what that the fight or flight shit. Was. shit. 
So, you was Mr. Impossible. You know, yeah, unbreakable no. at the point. So I point. pop up, and then I see this nigga like standing over me with a. I'm looking over, he's standing over me with a knife, and I start. We start fighting. You know what I'm saying like, um, shout out to the niggas who are at the car wash because it was niggas from everywhere and some like some Pisces. There was all kind of people there. We packed that nigga up. Like my coworkers there, we. we Ransacked that nigga. He, they did him. Yeah, like it was, yeah. everybody was with the cause. Everybody was with yeah, the yeah. cause. That's cool. Um, and then because yeah, he did some sucking shit, yeah. nigga stabbed you, bro. The and, fuck? And like, so I got up and I fired on this nigga. And I can't even really tell you who. I remember I get up and I fired on this nigga. And then one of the, I remember the first one to get off was one of the pipes. Okay. He was the first one to take off, and he just came boom over the side, and everybody just every niggas was working on cars, and everybody just swarmed on this nigga. Oh, yeah. Um, that's but even that, I, but then see too, like honestly, and this is, I guess the the results of our culture and where we're from, that never really psychologically really fucked me. I'm like, oh whatever, and I continued on about my shit. You feel me? Like I never went to the hospital for it. I went to see the CVS on Slauson and Crenshaw on a little uh, Plaza to Ride, whatever the fuck that well, shit. Is up. And then my mom actually patched me up. Oh, she patched you. But that's the second time my mom has seen me come home stabbed. I got it uh, when I was younger. I got into it with some niggas. I ain't gonna say where they from either. But I got into it with some niggas, and then I got stabbed in the face. So that shit was like split open like that. You feel me? Like that shit was. I, man, I could tell you a bunch of stories that ended up. So like you, that. you definitely have a real reason of why you want to make it out this motherfucker. It ain't one of those. Man, I so, just want to have you. Because you said. I got, hold on, let me tell you. I, yeah. I, let me tell you. It's a story that changed it all, though. So, and I can't remember. It was 2019, 2018. I was fucking ran. I was in Atlanta. And the U.S. Marshals ran down on me. Oh, damn. Yeah, you feel me? And that was the craziest shit of my life because, like, niggas see the LAPD, niggas see the sheriffs and all that type yeah. of shit. Nigga, it ain't nothing like Marshals? the United States of America. You shit, feel me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm in the South and I'm doing my thing or whatever. And this little, you know what I'm saying? This little, little, whatever she was, tried to send me up. You know what I'm saying? And it's even crazy too, cause now like as time and time goes on, I used to be like dirty ass bitch and all this shit. Now I don't even care, cause like I'm winning and you're still losing, so who cares? You feel me? You try to do what you do and it didn't work. You feel me? But um they I was in the studio and I was in a photo shoot and they boom hit the door with all the Call of Duty shit, the guns with the lights on the whole shit. And nigga, when I say that was the craziest shit I've ever gone through in my life, I thought I was gonna die. That's the only time in any situation I've ever been in where I was like, damn, it's over. Like, out of all the shit that I've been through, I'm about to die in this fucking photography studio in Atlanta. Crazy. You feel me? So, so what's your mind state after, well, how did it end? Let's, how so, did it end up? Um, they come in, they got the, 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 the chopsticks out or whatever, and then they say, I, I'll never forget this shit. That nigga says, target acquired. Everybody freeze. U.S. Marshals. Mm. And when that nigga said U.S. Marshals, I was like, okay, so they don't want to kill me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, oh, it's the police. You know what I'm saying? I could beat this. Because I, I was aware that I was on the Marshall's Most Wanted list and all that type of shit. Oh, like, shit. Like, you don't, you don't so not. I was on the Most yeah, Wanted list. You don't man. not know that, you know what I'm saying? They own, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I had a lawyer and all that. So, you know, the lawyer going to keep you tapped in and all that. Like, yeah. I wasn't fucking with a public defender. Like, I got a lawyer. I ain't going to say how much because, you know, nigga, double digit bands. <laughs> double digit bands. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure, more than 10. Yeah. I'm not saying low digits, but double digit bands. But she would keep me tapped in. But she was a fucking terrible lawyer, too. But anyway, um, she would keep me tapped in. Like, hey, look, nigga. Flip her off. Um, yeah, man, fuck you, bitch. Like, you're a terrible lawyer. She took my... I beat, I beat, I beat my case. It wasn't that... The, what I paid her for was to be a speaking piece for me. 
because it, I didn't beat the case because I had such an amazing lawyer who did her job. Like, nah, my nigga, I had eighty. Eight zero pages of text messages from a girl trying to set me up, saying if you don't be with me, I'm gonna do this and blah blah blah. So I was able to provide my own evidence to you know back up my situation. You feel me? Yeah. But my nigga, my lawyer, she just took the money. But um, she would she would tell me one thing. I do. She did tell me and that was real. She was like, "Hey, they got a warrant for your arrest." And I remember saying, "For what?" And then there was like, "Your probation officer wants you to check in." But I was like, "No," because if I fucking check in, this bitch is gonna keep me. And then she goes, if you don't check in, she's going to put a warrant off your arrest. And I told her the situation, how the probation officer was trying to hit me with the flu flap. Okay. And then she was like, all right, well, give me X amount of, you know what I'm saying, $1,000 to get the warrant removed. So I paid her. Oh. And then, yeah, it's a lot of things niggas could do. You just got to gotta have a bag for it, though. You feel me? If To everybody who's on a run right now, you could call you could call a lawyer and you can tell them your situation. And they, it's, it's a lawyer out there that can get that warrant lifted by going straight over the probation officer's head, straight to the judge. That's what happened in my situation. You feel me? It just costs a pretty penny. You just gotta pay the pretty penny, my nigga. How bad you wanna be free? Yeah. You feel me? Shit, nigga. My freedom ain't got no limit. You know what I'm saying? So we gonna run it up. However, right. um, I got the warrant removed. Nigga, probation officer is hot, nigga. Mm. Hot. Because, bitch, catch me if you can. So something else happened. It was like some bullshit ass fucking technicality. I, technicality. I can't remember what it was. And I remember even the fucking lawyer saying this rule is enforced literally less than 1% of the time. But it's a technicality and we can hit you with it. She put another warrant out. Fuck you, bitch. I'm going to pay for this shit to get removed again. Boom. I'm off probation. I'm off the warrant again. Um, Man, they just getting you for money. Yeah, they, they, they striking me, bro. So, um, something happened. No, she changed my reporting date. And she never told me. She never sent no paperwork out. That's another how I ended up beating the case. Wow. But she changed my reporting day. I was supposed to report every 90 months. Every 90 days, she changes to every two weeks. She never told me. So after a certain amount of time, you abscounded. Thinking you not, yeah. Wow. Change me, boom, warrant for your arrest, my nigga. Got your ass now. And then I'm calling a lawyer, like, what? And she's like, you can't, with a non-report, there's nothing you can do. Because it's no excuse not to report to your PO. You yeah, yeah. Right. Fuck it, nigga. I tell my lawyer, I said, what should I do? I said, should I turn myself in? She was like, yeah. I said, that don't even make no sense. Catch me if you can. I stay tapped in with you. I'll talk to you once a week. She goes, and I say, and I, she was like, well, of course, you know, what about my money? I said, are you at the office right now? She was like, yeah. I said, I'm being there in 10 minutes to pay you in cash. And that's all. You feel me? Down. And, I, and I slid, my nigga. So I ran for a minute from U.S. Marshals. Me and my girl, I ran for a minute for, from the U.S. Marshals. Nigga was living in, uh, shout out to the homies in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I lived in fucking traps, nigga. Like a, like, like, like that bando shit, real. Yeah. Like like an abandoned house, and somehow these niggas hotwired the house with electricity, so it's a long he extension. Hotwired, swear to God, bro, I ain't never seen no shit like this in my life, my Like it's a fucking car. Yeah, bro, but the homies, but the homies, like, man, I, I can see how them niggas like slide on on the Johnnies, my nigga. So the homie uh, had me in a little spot, and it was a long. Ext- I, I never even followed the extension cord to see where the source of power was even coming from, my nigga. Yeah. He just said it was coming from somehow outside, whatever, nigga. It was a long extension cord, and then it had an extension cord that went into every room. And that's how you powered your shit. Okay. You feel me? So yeah. you had like an electric stove and all kind of shit. Like you, and these niggas live it. Like you gotta fucking, yeah. you know what I'm They saying? gotta cook their shit, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, bro, so this niggas in that motherfucker. So I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm living in that type of shit. And then, um, the fucking the, the remember the whole time the little bitch is trying to give me knock. You feel me? Yeah. So yeah. I don't I can't tell you how because she and that's another thing too. I don't think the police caught me because they caught me. I think the bitch was following me and doing little weird shit and then dropping my low. You feel me? Damn. So I think she dropped the low on me. 
And this then, shit that you just see or, or hear about in like rap music, you don't really like man. know somebody in the dance. So to hear so, from an actual person, damn. boom, they hit the door. They take me to jail. I go to Rice Street. That's the jail they talk about in, in Atlanta. It's a Fulton County jail. You feel me? Okay. So like when Ti be like, how many rappers you know the whole day on Rice Street? I went to that shit. That shit is disgusting. I don't care how dirty you think the L.A. County is. L.A. County is worse because you got to fight more and go through all the politics. But that jail is worse because it's dirtier. You feel me? That shit is so dirty. I used to wake up spitting up blood from sinus infections just from breathing. Just from breathing, my nigga. I swear to God, that shit was disgusting. So I sat in that jail for a minute. Um, I beat my case. I finally, you know, just got to go through. Now you got to go through the process. Lawyers paid. So I call. I'm in jail. I call my girl. I said, man, call the lawyer. Because she got a number. Call the lawyer. The lawyer like, okay, finally caught your ass. You know what I'm saying? But, but you paid up, so come run your program. You feel me? So what? What has all that, you know, what has all that, like, taught you, bro? Now that you're you're definitely out of there, this is a beautiful place, bro. I haven't even got the tour, but it's just, I can just tell it's an amazing place, bro. What's, what's it done for your, your, your mind state? You got to be in the light. You can't live in the dark. So, where my life was, like, I'm a very literal person. Everybody who knows me knows I'm a very literal person. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me to just... To, to, it's hard for me to describe things without making them into literal situations. So my life was like, imagine you in a tunnel. That's how you know you've been through a lot, bro. Yeah. <laughs> to make it into a literal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know how, because I went through this. Yeah, I can only make it literal, you feel me? Damn. So imagine you're in this dark tunnel, mm -hmm. and then you can't even see a light, but you just be real quiet, and you hold your breath, and you listen real, real hard. You can hear people talking, and you hear them laughing. You feel me? So I know that that's the direction of the light. I need to go this way. Mm -hmm. So I am, and I was going through that, and I got my situation, and I came home because they was trying to watch me, my nigga. They was trying to give me a dub fight for that shit. You feel me? That's all about uh, guns and drug trafficking, all kind of crazy ass shit. Plus being on probation and they having priors, and I shit, you're out of here. And I'm in the south. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to send me up. Like that's that's gone, my nigga. You feel me? That's that. You you will see your kids. Why do they treat there. you worse if because you're not from the south? Hell you yeah. What wow. nigga? Make an example out of your. Wow. Hey, this is what I say too to all my this niggas. What, this is what out of towners get. To all my niggas from the west, man, take your ass to the south out there if you want to and catch a case, nigga. They'll make an example out of your ass because they want you to go home and tell people how they fucked you so they, so you don't bring your stupid ass over here. You see how we just struck your homie? Don't come over here, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Look how they doing. What's her name? Brittany, uh, the, the Brian, they, what's her name? The basketball, the female. That's the how they do niggas in the south, just like that, my they nigga. Make an example out of niggas. Bro. They did that to ASAP Rocky, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, look at how look at how they doing them uh, like Young Thug and all them niggas, bro. That shit, yeah, bro, that yeah. Shit crazy trying to make examples out of niggas. So what's your take on stuff like that? Because you're 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 not too far away from being around like people that did that, or maybe if you even did it yourself. I'm not trying to say anything, but nah, I don't even know no criminals. Like I never even met a criminal in my life. So yeah. you know what I'm yeah. saying? If I was like, but hey, I had this crazy ass dream one time, hypothetically speaking, in a world that, you know, make believe I was drunk and shit, all inebriated. Yeah. Um, I had this crazy ass dream one time that, you know what I'm saying, I just knew some niggas who was like really doing the shit that they was talking about. You feel me? And then, you know what I'm saying, I, I was just kind of looking at niggas. And my question is like, why are you talking about what's active? With, with my situation, if I were to tell a story hypothetically, you know what I'm saying, this drunken dream that, that didn't ever happen, that doesn't exist, um, it's going to talk about what I've gone through, things that led me up into this point, you know what I'm saying, you might get some feeling of where I'm at now and all this type of shit, but it's more so talking about the things that made me able to get to this, you know what I'm saying, so like even when I say, 
Um, you know what I'm saying? I knew I was a threat. I passed that stick like a relay and all that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, look like my nigga. I don't know if y'all y'all can see, but this is a fucking big ass liver room. You can hear it's an echo in this bitch. Yeah. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, we we not we not we not wasting our hands with broke niggas. You feel me? You know this whole concept of oh it's an op, it's an op, it's an op. Niggas can't even afford to grocery shop or a grocery shop. You know what I'm saying? Talk to them, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like like this this whole thing. You know what I mean? I I, I hear it and, and it sounds good and all that type of shit. But like man, my nigga, I got scars. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. you see my fingers broken from fights and all type of shit like that. It's no knuckle and this all type of shit. My hand is fucking, the hardest bone is caved in and all that. It's all just so shit. you're seeing it from a different perspective yeah. because you're saying, you're seeing cats that are talking about doing the stuff you did. And that's, and that's and just entertaining. Yeah, and it's just entertaining. Yeah. I said yeah. it's a good ass TV show. Mm-hmm. Like, um, does that ever upset you or? Everybody loves me. And this is the reason why I say everybody loves me. Like, Oh, you're you a bitch ass nigga, and you're hoping that I respond. You feel me? And I and I learned this because like one time I responded to a nigga, he was like, "Oh, you're a bitch ass nigga," and I was like, "Takes one to know one," some shit like that. Like I said, like some stupid ass shit. And then he responded, but like I don't have a response to your response. Like I thought it was just like, ah, you said your shit, I said my shit, and then it's over with. And then he responded again. He responded again. He responded again. He responded just again. I'm like, damn, nigga, like you talking to yourself at this point, right? <laughs> yeah. Like shit, bro. I thought we was just. Like kids in the lunchroom talking shit. Like, nah, my nigga, you really want my attention? People really, yeah. So, and then I'm, I'm compulsive. I hate, bro. I can't have the red dot on my Instagram. I need to see the notification. I can't have the, you know, what I'm saying all that shit. I be having to turn my notifications off because I see it. I gotta click it. You feel me? Yeah. So I just learned. Natural instincts. Yeah, I need to click that shit. You feel me? Um, so I just learned and just dealing with the trolls and all that type of shit. Just don't engage, my nigga, because um, just like true story, my nigga. Just last night, I seen a nigga who swore to God when he seen me, he was going to knock me out. I'm 6'3". You feel me? Like, I ain't no little ass nigga. You pretty tall. Yeah, I saw you. I'm not no little ass nigga. You feel me? By, by, I get how I might appear on Clubhouse or Instagram or whatever. I am by far from a little ass nigga. Well, I never take none of it because, you, bro, basically you're in a small little circle screen. Like, how could you even see anything? Man, bro, this nigga, I, I go to go do this little um, open mic yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And I see this nigga, and I knew exactly who he was off the rip. And he looked at me, broken hand and all. What a horrible timing for that guy. Hand is in a fucking cast. And he was just talking shit to me earlier this week. Like, it was like Monday. This nigga was like, yeah. crazy ass shit. While his hand was broken. Yeah, his hand broke, like, so, but you think that I'm in Atlanta. Oh, you don't know that. Like you don't never know where the fuck I'm at because I I'm, I'm not where my business is. You feel me? Yeah, yeah that's so, smart too. That's yeah, very smart. I'm not, I'm not yeah, where my business is. Smart. Or with my fucking children, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Or making some fucking money as I where I'm supposed to be. But um, I see this nigga, and he goes, "Oh, uh, and mind you, bro, like, uh, remember that kid with the broke hand who had like the who was sitting downstairs with us with the girls at the club? At the club, yeah. How big you think he was? Like five, six, five. Oh, he's like, he was like, he was a little guy. He was a little guy. Like, he, he was small enough to where I would have been a bully if I was soccer. For sure. You know? have the Patron yeah, that, oh. he had like the cast on his hand with the jacket on with two girls. Yeah. That's I for sure would have been a bully to like to, to mark him out for sure. Yeah. So, like, whatever, bro. But that's, I, I bumped into one of my trolls. Yeah. And I didn't make it awkward. He knew. That's you feel respect, me? Bro. Like, I, I like, I don't have nothing to prove. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's like, that. It's just that. Just grown man mentality, or do you really have to work on stuff like that? Because, you know, 
I'm not saying you have haters because you have you you. I like that. I like suck. That. People hate on just anything now. They just hate because well, hating people is hate new, on Drake, bro. Hating is he's a, dope. Hating, hate is a new love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know hate what I'm saying? Love. Yeah, because envy, they envy you. You, I'm some my nigga. All right, well, one thing at a time. Yeah. But with bro, the reason why I didn't say why I don't say anything to people like him yeah. is because number one for what. You know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga, so after I beat your ass, then what? You know what I'm saying? Now we kicked out the club. Now we can't enjoy our nights. Like, niggas got dressed. You know what I'm saying? Niggas pulled up to fight? Probably not. Because I feel like you would have done the same. Uh, or you probably, would you have put hands on him if his hands wasn't broken? Mm-mm. No, you probably would have still done the same. Like, no, nope, hey, I don't give a fuck. It, it's respect. Because you're not, you're not a threat. Yeah. Now, this is what I would, if I feel you're a threat, that's a t- Totally different. Like he's situation. coming up to you. With yeah, shit. like if you if you if you approach me with any type of hostility or whatever, my nigga, I'm I'll handle things. And this is still even me being a little bit more mature. I'm gonna tell you what. If, first of all, if you come up to me looking like you on some bullshit, I'm not gonna give you no words. If you feel if I feel like you're not gonna give me no words, I'm for sure not giving you no words. And then we can go like that. But if you come to me and you're talking, yeah, all right, we got we got room for conversation here. Even if it's what's up, bitch ass nigga, cool. Them is words. You feel me? And I'm gonna take a step back. First thing, I'm gonna take a step back. I'm gonna be like, "Hey, look, buddy," because I know how I am. I'm cool as fuck. So you don't, you're not addressing me because something I said to you. You don't like me because either your bitch do or you owe me some money. Straight up, like no, I don't be fucking with nobody, my nigga. So either your bitch like me or you owe me some money or I wasn't fucking with whatever you had. Be the reason why they would like hate on you. It's nothing. I I swear to God, my nigga, I don't bother nobody. I stay in my fucking lane, but I'm, I'm from South Central. You know what I'm saying? I didn't I didn't make it to where I'm at now to go fucking with people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like the concept of getting rich and then going to the trenches is amazing to me. But ain't that some shit where that causes people to fuck with you? Even mm-hmm. though you don't yeah. fuck with people. And then but then that, and as long as it stays on the internet, mm-hmm. bitch ass niggas and all that kind of shit, that's cool. You see me in public and his words, I'm gonna take a step back, you're gonna say whatever you wanna say, and I'm gonna be like, all right, bro, so look, my nigga. I'm going to continue on about my shit. You're going about your shit. And if you take a step forward, I'm going to tell you, as I take one more step back, hey, look, I'm taking a step back. If you continue to take another step forward, then you're, I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying, this is what it's going to be. Now, a lot of niggas be, man, all that sounds good. All that sounds good. A nigga never see a motherfucking spinning heel kick to the face coming. Never. I'm nice with this shit. I'm nice with, like, when I say I'm nice with this shit, I've me and my kids all train daily. This is the long, about to ask you right now. This is the longest break I've taken from boxing in almost two years. Okay. And it's been what about a week and a half. Okay. Boxing, kickboxing, uh I think mean, I be fucking with the homies that do Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, all type of shit, but I actively box and kickbox all the time. So let's rewind, bro. How how did you get involved with that? What, and then, what did that one more thing too, yeah, I wanna say this too. And then but you know you got the cute nigga you do all that to get shot. My security Blow you down, my nigga. My security will. If I'm outside, my security is outside. Yeah. My security will blow you down. Smart, Le- legally, my nigga. We're gonna get legally. to that more like, too because not, I think that's these, smart. this is not the homies with guns. These yeah. niggas with paperwork. Like the wheezy shit legal. You feel me? Like this is this is all niggas who when when they're not gonna blow you down and run. They gonna wait for they blow you down and call the police. Like hey, look, I just have to check this nigga. Da, 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 da. Come get you. Him. Know what? You feel let's me? let's get on it now since we're already talking. Yeah, I'm not too tough for security. What? What what's that like like with cause you hear people that, that you know, you have artists right now that are passing away because they're not out with their security. You know, you've got artists that that gone out. So why why do you think they don't and why do you think you do? I can't tell you why the, the Or if you could generally speak like what or I, I, I would say two things. 
maybe it's a comfort and you just feel like it can't, it can't be me mm. or it's an ignorance and you feel like it can't be me isn't that the one and the same though because it, it, thinking it, it, it's a comfort is still being ignorant because you're looking past what could happen the way that my mind operates is even if you tell me it's not I feel like it's, it's gonna be me so mm. I, I move every day according to, as a um, you know who I believe has the best security systems 50 cent yeah, I'd say that. Can't Especially for being, you know, somebody who's known around the neighborhood as, you know, quote-unquote snitch. And he's still, like, going around. Yeah, I, I totally agree you know with what I'm you. Saying? 50 Cent definitely got really good team. And, 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 and then Takashi like, maybe next. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, yeah, you feel me? Because, I mean, you really being real, like, personally, I'm going to be all the way 100% transparent. I can honestly say this. I have never... Listen to a Takashi Six Nine record, even when it was cool to listen to a Takashi Six Nine record, because it just wasn't for me. I don't think LA News was really on that like that. Yeah, you feel me? No, and he been let us know that he wasn't fucking with us. So even before the snitching, yeah, I feel he like he was talking shit to, about us. About LA niggas, so I feel like LA niggas was never on that wave. Period. Yeah, like I, I can't remember what was said, but I feel like it was fuck, bro. It's like off the rip, it was fuck, bro. So yeah. like I, I stuck to that. You feel me? Um, but when it comes to the to the way that this nigga protects himself and, and fucking protects his lives, he know niggas want to get him. So he act like niggas want to get him. You feel me? And and shit. And in the aspect of uh, Fifty Cent, you know what I'm saying? He know that niggas probably want to get him. So he act like niggas want to get him. You feel me? Now, yeah. do niggas want to get me to the same level and degree? Shit, I fucking hope not. And if you do, hey, DM me. Let's talk about it because I don't even know what the fuck I did to you. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I I move precautiously, like it. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Under no condition will you ever catch me slipping. You feel me? God bless so the is it like, you. Nip, you know what I'm saying? Like, is there like, a thin line between paranoia at that point? Or is it still you can go on about your... I mean, yeah, you can still go on about your day because you're, you're secure. I mean... But is there some paranoia to that? I mean, shit, nigga. I'm paranoid that I could drink some water and fuck around and choke to death and drown. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't... I, I, Paranoid with Somebody everything. actually did too. Yeah, they were fucking yeah, having a competition yeah, and drinking a lot. Yeah. Drowning shit. It's that some shit, bro. Some shit. Yeah. But I believe I'm not gonna I'll put it like this. I don't let it limit me, you feel me? But um No nah, my nigga, I'm always over my shoulder. Like I'm still I'm still to the core, I'm I still I'm still who I am. You feel me? I'm you know what I'm saying when it's all said and done, like like niggas be like, oh, I, I act funny. You know what I'm saying? No, no pun on a on a on a title, on an album coming up, but or a project coming up. But I'm still, I'm still me. I'm still rich. I'm still whatever you want to call me. You know what I'm saying? So we could be out in the club in the VIP section, and I'm still look around. You know what I'm saying? I be out with fucking million dollar niggas, niggas who A and R, some of the biggest artists in the fucking world, literally. And they laugh because they be like, you just can't help it, my nigga. Like even you still, I just, I have to. And I have to have my back to a wall or something like that. I have to just be aware of my surround. My life is on the line. Anything can happen anywhere. We live in a climate where everything is happening everywhere. Yeah, you to anybody. Me? So like, I just like I never. I don't go out. I don't get too drunk. You know what I'm saying? I have like a drink. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't be. I'm never not on my shit. I'm never not coherent. One time, my nigga, my nigga Royce told me in the studio one time, and this is cool because you know what I'm saying you're around people who love you, people who know your kids, your girl, and all that shit, family. Um, he was like. You gotta loosen up, bro. You too on point. I get it. How so? So we we in the studio. I'm trying to make a record. You feel me? And then he was like, "But but there's nobody coming in this motherfucker." You like like niggas. First of all, only one person know I'm here, and that's the engineer. And this is his family. Like you know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. And then the A and R that are with me, of course. Blah blah blah. Like there's 
you would have to be fucking Jesus Christ himself to know where I'm at at this specific time. Oh, he was trying to get you to like but, turn up. But like turn up. But yeah, I'm, yeah, but I'm so, at that point, I was so used to just being like, you know, just the LA shit. You feel me? Yeah. And he was like. Anything can fucking happen, bro. I told you. And that nigga was like, bro, you just, you're too on point. And I said, <laughs> huh? He goes, I never thought that I would ever tell a nigga this. But you like are just too on your shit. Loosen up a little bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Have a drink. Take a breath. You know what I'm saying? You need to smoke some weed. What you need to do, my nigga? You feel me? Because you are just not rapping right now. You're not. Then that's what it was. You're not embracing who you are as a rapper. You're still a street nigga right now. You got to put the street nigga shit in your pocket and relax and be a rapper so we can get this song done. That shit will, you know what I'm saying? It will tra- like, like create like a wall, bro. Like yeah. this is... The song right here, this is a song right here, but then this is your thoughts of you being, you know, being yeah. on that hood shit. It, it creates a wall, bro. So let's let's go back to when you were in high school, bro, before all this started, because this is what, high school must have been, what, 12, 15 years from now for me, for you? Uh, Maybe 10 years? I graduated in 2007. I don't mind dating myself, but I'm still cracking. No, no, I get it. <laughs> so let's go back to that. Before all this shit happened, before you started getting into the, the, the criminal activities shit, so allegedly, before anything, bro, even the music and all that, what did you want? Because you said you didn't play uh, sports and all that. So what, what was like your mentality at, at that age? If you can remember uh, that. Music. Like say if you're 15 years old, 16 years old. I don't old. know if y'all... Uh, See, my, that was my daughter who went up the stairs. Okay. She came in, you know what I'm saying? So I was already a parent, you feel me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? So making sure she's straight. Um, rapping. Like, shit, let me think. That's all I not rapping. Like, even in high school, the homies knew, like, no, that nigga's, he's a rapper. Like, what was your, what was your favorite, what was that album that inspired you that, or or even the artist that, that you know, I know we talked about DJ Quick, but. You know what? Was I there anybody that really uh, made you? Break out of your your, your shell. I, I have I have pockets like so like starting off it was like Snoop, okay. Sugar Free. It was like Ti. I was real heavy on fucking Ti. That was big on the game, real yeah, heavy game, on the game. Like game. Five, yeah. Yeah, game was doing it. Game of heavy. On we were just listening to Hate and Love It too yeah, in the car. Yeah, it's like yeah. nigga G Unit, G Unit, whatever. Yeah. Like I'm fucking with it all. You know what I'm saying? I was real yeah. heavy on the game. Um, yeah, game was on. Was was really on. Randomly, Murphy Lee. Oh yeah, I fucking Murphy the sun that come out tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, I, I, bought that, uh, <laughs> I bought that nigga's album. I fucking love, yeah. bro. The whole Saint Lunatics, man. Yeah, like I bought the Saint Lunatics oh, album man. too. Um, but I don't think it was any. Were you always like? No, no album. I'll put it like this: no album. Maybe once I always knew I was gonna be a rapper. You know what I'm saying? That, that's it. I'm gonna do music. I'm gonna be a rapper. That's that's it. No rap, no music, no album specifically made me want to do uh, be a rapper. But there are albums that made me want to continue to be a rapper. Okay. If that makes sense, you feel me? No, because, no I mean, I get you. my taste and all that shit was always evolving. Like I went through a real heavy Rick Ross phase, real heavy DJ Khaled phase, uh, Lil Wayne, Joel Santana. I had diplomatic communities one and two. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. And I was really, I, I, I wasn't the person who could listen. I can't listen to Wayne. And Juvenile at the same time. I need to listen to the Wayne album first, and then when I'm done getting my Wayne fixed, then I'll go to the Juvenile album first. And then I listen to all the niggas collectively. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? If I'm listening to uh, Ti right now, I'm not listening to Jeezy. I'm just only listening to this. You feel me? Okay. And that's how 
that's how I compartmentalize music. You feel me? And I would just dig deep into an artist, and then when I got all that I needed, I'm on to the next one. You feel me? So like right now, I even do that to this day. So right now, I'm uh, outside of myself. You know what I'm saying? Of course, I love my own music, but I am big on T Grizzly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like. He goes on with his cadence, with his punches. Yeah, T Grizzly's on. I, I feel like T Grizzly don't get. Have you ever met him before? I've never met him. Nah. You will one day. Yeah, for sure. He did personal chef. Oh yeah, we met T Grizzly's personal chef oh, the other day. Yeah, oh, see the people you will meet charging your Tesla. <laughs> Holla at me, Tesla. Holla at me. You guys are in your own zone. Yeah. <laughs> my, that shit's like a different world, my nigga. Like, Tesla. Just how, like, motherfuckers with Jeeps, how they go around giving ducks to. That was weird. I just found out about we're it. Way, like, we're way cooler than the ducks. We're but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, how you guys have your own little, like. The Tesla's charging right now as we speak. Yeah. Charging, nigga. What's it like being a Tesla owner? We're going to step away from the music real quick. What's it like owning a Tesla, man? I want to know. Tesla's are the. I love Tesla's. It's, it's, it's no motor in that motherfucker. Yeah. It's just a computer. So do you like damn so gas is not even you don't even think about gas prices. <coughs> we just go to the gas station for blunts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or if this nigga need a beer. Yeah, this nigga need a beer. You feel me? They gonna have one day. For Already? Mm-hmm. That's you, bro. Nah, no, I gave some to um, <laughs> like keep my nigga with a corona, he's straight. Send me the address not works. Um, I got you. Um Fucking, uh, what was I saying? Oh, so, so here's how this shit goes. So when you go into the supercharged station, that's the only time they charge you. That's the only time they charge you for the, uh, for like the, the power. Okay. But that shit was like, like 4%. You go to the supercharged, it charges like 45 minutes. I think that shit was like 6 or $7. Wow, dude. Like it wasn't, I for sure, it wasn't $10 for sure. Like, it was like 6 or $7. And that shit will last you, if you're at 4%, bro, and, and you did it for that 45 minutes. So here's how long that too. That bitch fast, nigga. So remember, like, as battery. far as so the battery dying? So use your phone. So use your phone for an example. Okay. If you put it on power save mode and you only use Instagram, it'll last longer than if you're on Snapchat, Clubhouse, Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, blah, blah, blah. Okay. all about how you use the car. You feel me? And but what else would you, what else, like, is there in the car for you to yeah, use? That? AC, navigation, radio, oh, uh, fucking games, fucking movies, all kind of shit. Mm, okay. Some gang of shit, nigga. You got shit to be. You got gang of shit going on. That's amazing, bro. Now, I will say this: not when you're driving, of course. You can't watch the movies. Or it won't play when you're driving, or whatever. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? You leave Netflix on without closing it. You know what I'm saying? That shit is still yeah. on because the kids are fucking with it. You're basically at a house if you just want to park somewhere. You see what I'm saying when I say yeah. like I be listening to music on right in the car. My nigga, yeah. I sit there, blow blood. My nigga, um, and here go the best part about it. So it doesn't sound like you know what I'm saying like I'm on some crazy shit. There's no. Like gas or carbon monoxide put off, so like me sitting in the car with it on doesn't do anything. Right. You feel me? So I can sit in my garage and just smoke a blunt and listen to my music and all that type of shit yeah. and just cool. Because well, honey, not to sound like it's that, electric. but yeah. I mean, I keep my neighbors on my business. They they just see me coming and going. Y'all niggas, I don't be like we ain't, we like we ain't selling Girl Scout cookies off this bitch. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The cookies, not the weed. We talking about actual cookies. <laughs> You ain't got some beef. <laughs> As a matter of fact, hey, you know what the best, the best weed that I'm smoking right now. No, I meant the cookies. Oh, hey, 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 you know I fucking cookies. hate. Girls I could go for some Samoas, nigga. Shit, disgusting. I hate girls. Yeah, I hate girls. The thin mints, bro. I can't I stand them, bro. Like them cookies are all gross, bro. So let let's go back to your younger age. Shout out to the girls, guys. I respect what y'all doing. Yeah, bro. respect to the young ladies. Get, get some sugar cookies or some chocolate chips, like just some regular fucking cookies. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> let's get back 
let's keep going. Um, all right, so younger you, bro, and, and and take this however you, I don't think it'll, however you answer, I don't even think it'll be conceited or cocky, but, you know, being at a younger age, did you already see this lifestyle for you of it was becoming successful? Yeah. Yeah, so you like, already had that mentality. Like I come from the, uh, I come from the hood, like everybody else. Like you know, we from South Central, or whatever. But my parents weren't like in extreme poverty. Like my daddy hustled. My mom always had a job. Mm. You know what I'm saying? My pops been, my pops been on his job for thirty plus years. My mom been on her job for thirty plus years. My pops had a job and he hustled. You feel me? So like, nah, like. So that not only shows you uh, how to hustle, bro, but that shows you how to be loyal, bro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It shows you how, you know. Even if your boss is hard on you, it shows you how now that you're going to be a boss, you got to have, have people that are going to be like your dad. You know what I'm saying? And my but dad don't Even if you get on them, bro, they're still going to be loyal to you, bro. And that's the thing, too. My dad was always good at not taking shit home. Mm-hmm. He don't give a fuck. That nigga's smart. If, if, he's, if he, he's at work for a mission, I'm here, I'm going to do this from this amount of time to this amount of time. This nigga's going to say some stupid shit. She going to do some stupid shit. I don't give a fuck because when the time ends, I'm gone. That's it. And when I say that nigga don't give a fuck, that nigga don't give a fuck. So I've learned to adopt the low key handle your business and slide. Like it's for him, it's never personal. Never. You can say whatever to this nigga. He gonna be like whatever, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Tough skin. So that's where you get your tough skin. Probably from him. Yeah. Now that I think about it, yeah, because my mama get hot. (laughs) My mama for sure get hot. Most of them do. Yeah, my dad, not, my dad is, is gonna live. If he even wastes his time saying, "I'm not gonna waste my time," but he might not even say that. He might just be like, "Okay, just walk away." And then if you approach him, he gonna fuck you up. He like ex-military and all that shit. So oh, he, uh, like, shit. So he know them tactics. Yeah, and then he's still a bluff and Compton like. So he's oh shit, like, he a gangster military yeah, guy. So he ain't like, no, he ain't no hoe for sure. But yeah. he gonna be like. Just walk away, and if you pursue that nigga after that, then that's just on you, my nigga. You feel me? Yeah, uh, yeah. So, being your your household was was good, bro. Did you have any siblings growing up? Any brothers? Yeah, I'm a middle sisters? child. Yeah, middle child. I'm a middle child. I got two. So, brothers. what what was like? What was that like? Like, did you did you use music to stand out a little bit at that young age? Well, or? My oldest brother, um, he's eight years older than me. And he was doing music in Atlanta. That's what introduced me to that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So he had moved out there when he graduated from high school. So when I graduated That's from high school. move. Yeah, he went to like. So fast. Yeah, man. he went to like Clark in like in, in the uh, 90s and early, like 99, 2000, something like that. Okay. Um, so when I graduated high school, I went out to Atlanta for eight months. And that's when I first started really recording music and, you know what I'm saying, doing shows and open mics and all that type of shit and really putting my feet on the ground. Okay. Um, at that time, it was just. Just being on any stage that would allow me, honestly, you know what yeah, I'm saying, yeah, and, yeah, and really like getting the experience. You feel me? Uh-huh. I never really complained. I never tripped, nigga. I was just happy to fucking be there. You feel me? Like I wasn't, I wasn't yet to the point where I was tainted by by like open mics and like oh, I'm waiting too long. Blah, blah, blah. Like I just whatever. what was your stories on stuff like that? You would just like go and and connect with people through that, or you would uh, my nigga, honestly, somebody heard you and was like, and oh, I, I would say people would just, I would just, I was so. Just rough around the edges, and I wouldn't even network with niggas. I would sit there and be quiet. I, I looked hella young. I would sit there and just be hella quiet. And if I saw come on, and I just go crazy, and I just go off on the stage, and then people would just come talk to me, and then I just be like, all right, cool. Yeah. And then and just so so natural. And that's just how, yeah, and that's just how I met people. You feel me? That's, 
now I'm now I'm a lot more interactive. I'm a lot more engaging. You know what I'm saying? I'm a lot yeah. more shaking hands and kissing babies and all that. But <laughs> at that time, my nigga, I just like I didn't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Like shit, nigga, I'm trying to be a rapper. I ain't. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I'm just happy to be here. What's that shit you said? Let me. I, I wrote it down. You're like, uh, they said I cheated, like I created a player. Oh God, <laughs> that was an easy shot, like a layup. Oh you God. really, you was really on it, bro. Yeah, like you, your music is really like it, it. It's something that you gotta understand, bro. When you rap, you you gotta. If you're not a, a book reader, if you don't understand, don't you know, phrases, you're not gonna get, bro. You gotta really, you know, listen to to, to this dude and, and and hear his metaphors. And and when I heard that. I was really digging your music. I was upset that it wasn't a lot of it out there. You know, I went, I went through. I, I heard your new album, Game Six, which, by the way, I think we should get on to now. Because okay, it's part of your show, bro. Like, I wanted to ask, what was one of the um, the shows that you did or a tour that you did that just like wherever you at, whatever city it was, if you could remember where you went there, and shit just was wild, bro. You were just like, damn, like how, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm sure you had one of those moments. My best show. Honestly, I, I I don't feel like I've had I don't feel like I've had my my big moment yet. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's coming, it's coming, and I've had some amazing shows. I've been on some great stages. You feel me? But I'm waiting for the show where I say everybody put your hands up and then they do it. Mm. Pull your phones out real quick and put the lights up. and they do it. Man, I love when you artists do that shit. So I can just imagine what it's like for when an I'm artist able to, to actually do. control the crowd. Yeah, when I'm able to actually. You know what I'm saying? Be able to, for for lack of better words, can control that moment, and I know that they're there to see me. You know what I'm saying? Then I know that you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm reaching the points in in the, in the positions that I want to reach. You feel me? Yeah. And that's not to say I'm not grateful for everything I've done so far. It's not to say I'm not blessed. You know what I'm saying? The stages that I've been on, and I, I'm gonna continue to grow. Like you know, we went and did the, excuse me, went and did the open mic yesterday. That shit did not work well, but you know. You know how that go? You feel yeah, me? Yeah, it's you know an open mic. It's, those are like a hit or miss sometimes. And that was a, and I ain't on front too. Like that, that was an interesting experience. You know what I'm saying? Because it's been a minute since I've done a situation that either number one wasn't my own or where I wasn't. You know what I'm saying? One of the guests for a feature. You know, to you yeah. know, guest artists, whatever. Blah blah blah. So to take it back to the the the, the core level of an open mic and then not even getting to perform mm -hmm. was like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? But on the back end too. I wasn't, and this is what I say this to artists, I wasn't as educated as I should have been going into the situation because it was um, a situation where I was like, oh, you can put your name on a raffle, they draw in raffles and see you get to perform some shit like that. But yeah. they also had a paid slot situation. Had I known about the paid slot situation, I wouldn't have been in no goddamn raffle. I would have just paid for my fucking slot, got there on my time, and did my shit. You feel me? But I like the education going into that situation. You know what I'm saying? And That's a lesson learned, bro. And that's then, forgiveness to any mistake. That's what I say. And not even that is a lesson learned. The biggest lesson that I learned in that situation is never forget core shit because reality, I know better than that. Mm. But just for that moment, I was just on autopilot. You know what I'm saying? And, you know. Whatever yeah. shit happens, you feel me? But don't let shit happen twice. So you know what I'm saying? That's just that. And then you know what I'm saying? Speaking positively, uh, probably next week or the week after, you know what I'm saying? I'll be in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna yeah. do my shit and blah, right blah blah blah. And then you know we gonna get the result, the desired result. You feel me? Yeah. But that's the business side. Now the artist side of me was last night was like, ah, oh, my nigga was here all night waiting for that. And then I get called. Of course you frustrated. Of course you irritated. Of course you come home your mood's not the best and blah blah blah. But looking at it now today as a new day, looking at it as a business, well, then shit, nigga, schedule yourself to be on there. Yeah, Go through the steps to pay for it. 
and then do it. Yes, sir. So let let's get into uh, uh, the game six, the whole the rollout that you had on it, and then you you had the festival. How did that all come about? So uh, the game six, the, the title came from I'll say with the homie Willie Joe. Um, short story shorter. He was like, man, Game Six, like that's a good name for your shit. You know what I'm saying? That's okay, yeah, that's yeah, a good metaphor. Like, boom, you know what I'm saying? So it, it catches immediately. Yeah. So when going through the process of creating the project, um, all I did, of course, I watched like Power, like Snowfall, you know, all the shows, yeah. the mandatory. You feel me? You gotta watch some good shows or whatever. But um, all I watched was Kanye West, Kobe Bryant, and Michael Jordan documentaries. So I've probably seen a Don documentary a million times. Uh, I love that. The that, Last yeah. Fan, I've seen that shit hella times. Gaggy shit on YouTube, Kobe Bryant, blah, blah. They need to make it like an official Kobe Bryant win. That'd be dope. But all them shit, I've seen them shit a million times, blah, blah, blah. But it put me in a game six mentality. And that's the reason why I did it. You know what I'm saying? Because Kobe and Jordan, specifically more so Jordan than anybody, is known for game six. That's his thing. You know what I'm saying? You want to send your ass home, it won't be a game seven. That's that. That's so, it. That's and, it. And the aspect of being an artist and being a rapper specifically, I'm a competitor. Rap is a competitive sport. So I understand that in being a competitor and, and engaging in this competitive sport, I have to be on my shit. I have to practice. I have to facilitate wins. You feel yes, me? Sir. And I started treating that shit like that. I started treating, I broke my music down into the game of basketball from numbers of triple doubles to all kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Highlights and blah. I literally started seeing this shit yeah. tangibly in my music. And that's where we went at it. So we see, um, we had the, the content piece. TSPN Trap Center, you feel mm. me? And I was a play on Sports Center and all that kind of shit. And then you had the video where you're you're uh, rapping in front of the mic. And yeah. this is a red room or like Yeah, a that's that background? million dollar basement freestyle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the million dollar basement freestyle. That was good. Shout out to Million Dollar Basement. That was actually yeah. on the album too. I heard when I heard the verse on the album. Yeah, that's half time. Oh shit, yeah. I was like, damn, that's yeah, that's where I heard it from. Yeah, you went time. off on it, bro. Yeah, that's the that's the intro to the that's the intro to the project. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then you got um the lead single was Game 6 featuring the homie KL. Shout out KL. And then you know, we just continue to keep shit in rotation. Um, we gonna actually, we gonna shoot a video for uh, See You Later tomorrow. We got a video for Religious, See You Later. We got a video for Religious and half of See You Later tomorrow. And then finishing the rest of the video for See You Later on Saturday. We going up to the Bay to finish that shit. You know what I'm saying? So um, we also got a, a, a video with my nigga KL and Hit A Slip. Do you um, do you ever take part or do you ever partake in the uh, in like the music video at all as far as like you know maybe the idea or the editing process or oh yeah I'm a part of everything every yeah. step along the way because I mean I, I see I um, I put it like this and I do everything but shoot the video I, I'm for sure hands on with yeah, the directors that's, that's I'm, hand, I'm hands on with the storyline I'm hands on with the storyboards I'm hands on with uh, you know the entire process as far as just getting it done in an effective and efficient way to I don't I don't want it to just be me and my homie standing in my in front of my grandma's house rapping you know what yeah, I'm saying yeah. I want no, it to actually show I've seen it views yeah either it's, either it's gonna show you where I'm from or what I'm into or I want to give you you know what I'm saying some sort of storyboard you feel yeah. me so all right, so I wanted to talk about because you know you, you we grew up in an era where you know before social media kind of got big, you know what I'm saying. Back then we just had like like aim or we had you know the sidekicks and we, you know Shout stuff like that. So, like talk about how 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 easier or how much it's the social media has impacted, uh, you know your your music and and just you. <laughs> Not even just your music, but you being a personality and being able to make a living off being a personality, bro. 
you know, getting you sponsors. On, you know, talk about that. Man, I, uh, I went viral on TikTok on accident. Nice. Three million views. You said on accident. Yeah. On Damn. Accident. Three million views ain't no accident, bro. Well, yeah, that's, that's like somebody, like the algorithm had yeah, somebody you. was fucking with me that day. Yeah, like, it was somebody, like, was like, somebody was like, him. Yeah, that's the word. Pick him. A bunch of somebody's, bro. Yeah, that shit was. It had to be a bunch of somebody's, bro. So I got yeah. this uh, segment. It's called, it's a science for music, bro. This is, how, this is how crazy the world we live in is. It's for cooking. Mm. So it's called Cripping in the Kitchen. Why? See, you I know, can see why. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was just. That's cooking. new, bro. And I was just cooking one day, and my girl. You should spell kitchen with a, with a C. Ah, oh, it's too late. My hashtag already got three million. That would be hard though. Cooking with a kitchen, that would be hard. But um, short story short, I was talking shit to my girl. I was like, I can cook. She like, no, you can't. Blah blah. Put it on TikTok. Boom, this shit went up, my nigga. Wow. That shit went up, my nigga. So now a little accident, and people come to me and be like, because you don't see me. I don't ever. Now I started showing my face more, so for brand recognition purposes or whatever. But at first, I wouldn't even show my face. I didn't think about it. You feel me? And then um, my nigga from L.A. to Alabama to Atlanta to New Mexico to Vegas, somebody has come up to me and be like, hey, are you on TikTok? And I'm like, yo, why, what's up? You do Crippin' in the Kitchen. And they're like, yeah, I know the voice. You feel me? But I don't want to be like these. So did it become a series? Yeah, my daughter did a video yesterday. Yeah, that's the only yesterday. You feel me? So now it's a thing. You feel me? But... I've learned to transfer those people over to my Instagram, and then I because I'm not I'm I was learning the social media shit. I wasn't really paying attention to what it really should be used for. I just did it and just went about my shit. You feel me? Yeah. But I'm like nah. So now in the middle of the video, I stop like hey y'all go follow my Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Go to my Instagram. All you gonna see is the music and blah blah blah. But even to the point of man shit, I got niggas that I play with on the PlayStation that I send mm. to the music. Everything always sends you back to the music. So I even got my little gamer homies that I be fucking with. Blah blah blah. And they hit to the music. You know what I'm saying? They follow me on Instagram and all that type of shit. Everybody's, a, however I can reach you, you are part of this experience. You feel me? Yeah. That's it. So if I see you in real life, we're going to exchange information, blah, blah, blah. We playing a game together, blah, blah, whatever. You feel me? And I just try to be cool as fuck with niggas. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to be no asshole. I want as many people as possible to be able to be like, oh shit, that's the nigga I'll be playing fucking Fortnite with a Grand Theft Auto. Imagine you play fucking Fortnite or Grand Theft Auto with a nigga, and the next thing you know, this nigga look at, look at Lil Nas X, bro. He was fa- he he was one of the he played on those. Uh, remember when he did the the video for Old Town Road? It was that video game. That oh, he, he was, was a gamer. Playing? Yeah, he was a gamer, bro. He did the, a, a video for that gameplay for Old Town Road. That was the original music. Oh, video. Fortnite. Was it? Was it? No, it was uh, uh, Red Dead. I think Red Dead oh, Redemption Red Dead or something. Redemption. Yeah. Yeah, that was him on on the gameplay, bro, and he just did a music video with the song playing, yes, and that shit went viral. Like That's a like, Western game where the yeah, I got that shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you do yeah. That. I got that shit. I never went past the Yeah, yeah. Everybody got my thumb. But I mean, so how dope? So how dope would it be to be like, oh hey, shit, I played it because yeah, now he got a Grammy. Yeah. Of That's, but that makes people feel like they're a part of something. Facts. Like you feel like you're you're connected to me. Like oh shit, maybe if this nigga wasn't playing fucking. PlayStation with me or Xbox, whatever the fuck, or Grand Theft Auto with me this night, he might have been in the streets or something. This would happen. But instead, he wasn't. He was fucking. Yeah, all these steps lead to the success. And, and you, you was probably me? spinning game or, or talking like a big bro. You know what I'm saying? Hey, and that's another thing, thing too. So I will say this shit too. I'm not gonna say that I don't talk shit on the game. But when I talk shit on the game, if I'm gonna be like like talking shit, I unplug the microphone. Like, yeah. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? As, as, as Dario was about to be right in my ear, though, and I'm playing. That's how we did it, though. Yeah. Three people like, on, on my head, too. I like, suck like, at video games. Know, if, bro. I, if I know I'm like, fuck you, bitch ass nigga, then like, I'll plug the microphone. You feel me? Because, you know what I'm saying? Like, I be, I be dropping shit. Because I could be an eight year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? You could be a kid, so I unplug that shit. But if my mic is plugged up, I'm only giving game. I'm yeah. only giving game. Like I don't, I don't. I try not to cuss. I try to be. I try to act like you know. what I'm saying I don't want somebody to act playing with my kids. You feel me? Like don't yeah. call my kids a bitch ass nigga and all type of shit like that. That like, was a little kid too. Remember? Yeah. He was like eight to your left, rich trapper. Yeah, you feel me? Right. It was a fucking. It was a fucking kid. You feel me? And not imagine me. Fuck you, bitch ass nigga. And I just headshot you. Like come on, bro. That's a lot. Like, so I don't want to put. The, I don't want to put that type I was of shit about up. To say your game tag is the rich trapper. The rich trapper. Yeah. The rich trapper sixty. Rich Trapper or The Rich Trapper? The Rich Trapper. Do they have verification uh, uh, um, yeah, but you checks on, on celebrity? I mean, on video games too? Like how they do on Instagram? Shit, and, I've never seen one. No? Well, I play Fortnite too, but I'm on PC. Okay. But I, I, I don't know. I would figure like they probably would do to... T. Grizzly does... Uh, yeah, his shit hard. T. Grizzly got the hardest PS4. So he just said it, bro. He made what... Uh, I think he did an interview. You said he made two hundred fifty or three hundred three hundred k, bro, for playing streaming. Yeah, and you know what I mean. But I feel like it's a, even though I've seen it, I've seen the streams and stuff, and I feel like even if he didn't become a rapper, bro, if he would have just done this shit first, he still would have been, you know, a pop. He would have been making money off of streaming. You know, maybe not that much because. Rap brought a lot more fame, Definitely. but he does have that personality, and I, and I see that <laughs> in you, bro. And yeah. and you know a lot of, and I'm not shitting on anybody, but there's some artists that I interview that you can't be boring, bro. Yeah, sometimes you, not that not that they're boring. It's just maybe I'm not asking the right questions, or maybe my questions are just too deep for them. But this what, what I want people to know is, you gotta understand, bro. Eventually, you're gonna get, you're gonna get so famous, bro. And I pray you still got time to answer my call. But you're going to get so famous that you can't do interviews no more, bro. Like, they're going to keep you, you know, even if you get signed, their labels are going to keep you from doing... But here's, here's the reason why, though. Because after y'all, I'm not doing... Y'all literally the last one. I'm not doing no more. For real? Respect, yeah, bro. swear to God. Respect. I swear to God. I but I've been, but 100, but y'all been fucking with me, though. You feel me? And I specifically did y'all, and I said, and I quote, I said, nah, bro, because them niggas could have told me no. Straight like, and that was the reason. Them niggas could have told me no, my nigga. And before I made a decision to not do any more interviews, not saying like ever, which is for a minute. Like I want to be more showing and less talking. You feel me? But I said, I swear to God, bro. I said them niggas could have shown me no. Could have told me no. And anytime I tag the niggas or whatever, they repost that shit, and then them niggas just be posting me for no reason. So you gotta show love to that. You feel me? No, see this right here. This is my brother. Like this is my 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 left right rib. Here. You know what I'm saying? So that's my brother right there. So when he said. Yeah, man, he be bringing me up in the room and showing me. When people used to do that to me on Clubhouse, bro, that was love. When you add me up to your room, that means we followed each other. You heard me rap. Because, you know, they used to let people perform yeah, and stuff on Clubhouse. And thanks, Oops. He'd be like, uh, that, that's, that's, thank you, brother. He'd like, that's, that's love. Oh, he called me up to the room. Fuck, yeah, I don't care if you make me a moderator or not. The fact that you brought me up there meant something. Yeah, like that, that, that little, and, little and bro, brother was telling me that, yeah, he would do that for me. He would show, bro, I was like, all right, man, if he shows you love like that, because I know I love Clubhouse like that. So I know that what that means, bro. So I was like, all right, I'll definitely, I'll, I'll show bro love. I'll do, you know, some really yeah, good yeah. research on him. Shout out hip-hop trends, you feel me? Like Rockstar. Oh, that's Rockstar Rose? Yeah. Oh, shout out to the homie Rockstar, man. That's the that's homie. That's crazy. Yeah. I recorded him back in like, you know what I'm saying, like a few years ago. Okay. He started uh, his own brand, you feel me? So. 
Yeah, shout out to the Army Rockstar. Shout and speaking of which, bro, I'm glad you said that, bro, because we are coming towards the end, but I still want to get on this. Let's talk about your clothes brand, bro. Because I remember you mentioned in another interview that you have a clothes brand, too. Man, so I have... I, I, have you ever been to a restaurant with a seasonal menu? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so... It'd be the nice ones. Yeah. Love, I, those are my favorite types of restaurants. Yeah. You feel but me? I've had a couple of times where I got invited to those type of restaurants. Yeah, so, yeah I, I, I know love those mean. types of restaurants. Like, when I say I fucking love it, like, that is my shit. My nigga, like... Nigga, how some you know, you know, motherfuckers say limited, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, they mean that shit. Me. <laughs> yeah, um, you know, remember like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer was like following the the, the rib sandwich and all that type of shit. Yeah. Like that's really how I be with them type of restaurants. Like nigga, I'm all yeah. over the place. But um, that's how I treat my clothing brand. Everything is seasonal, and every collection is a one time collection. I never repeat the same thing. You feel me? And I take a lot of time into fabric. I'm big on fashion. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying, uh, a lot, they, they learn it now, you know what I'm saying, Cause I'm really, say whatever, I'm really the best dressed nigga in LA that's rapping for real, for real, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying, it's really not an LA nigga that's flyer to me for real, for real, like shout out to all the homies, but, so I'm you should tell him bro, he got the Gucci socks, yeah, the Gucci socks, tell him bro, you feel me, shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, Mary where did that mentality before. come from? That, you know, just, like, gotta, I, I, I gotta be fly, I gotta be fresh. Like, were you like that as a kid, or did you not well, have it always, like that always, as a kid? Always, always so, fresh. Where did always, then, so, where did that come from, then? My mom. Your mom? Okay. Not my dad, because that nigga can't dress. <laughs> my dad was sketchy. Like some slacks and some boots. No, sketches. Oh, sketches? G. I like that. He about yeah. comfort, respect. He, he is about all comfort. about comfort. That's yeah, yeah. it. My dad can't know, but you uncomfortably well. Sketches got to the point where you can't even shit on them niggas that wear sketches, bro. You just gotta be like, oh, he's just trying to be comfortable. I get it. But I ain't gonna wear it, but yeah, he's just trying to be comfortable. My dad wore dicky white t shirts. Okay. Get a pro club. <laughs> Shotgun. He said dicky white. They just be thick, thick too, huh? My dad wore construction clothes in real life. Like, he's not even a construction worker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Shit, I, see you I love my dad. Sure. Yeah. I I like, my pops wear dicky boots. Like, yeah. like, like, you but my mom fly, nigga. Mom's gonna put that shit on every time. Okay. You feel yeah, me? Yeah. So, um, you know what a nigga told me the other day? And I was hot, bro. I ain't gonna front. I ain't, they gonna hear it now. I, I didn't show it then. I was at the studio. I was in Atlanta, and I was talking to the homies, and it was like, who the fuck from LA can even dress? And then I started naming a whole bunch of rappers. I want to talk about this. We talked about before the camera cut on. I started naming a whole bunch of niggas that, unfortunately, they had never heard of. You feel me? Because our music hasn't made it out there. Yeah. You feel me? Were they speaking rappers in general? Or just, were they speaking they people like in general? In general they're like, who, who from LA is fly? Because have you ever... I've saw, I found out how fly people were. Have you ever seen that TikTok where they have like people in... How people in LA dress. They even have it in New York. They're like what what people are wearing today in New York, bro. Niggas, man, niggas. All in my opinion, most rappers dress like LA niggas. Them skinny jeans and all them the type bucket of bucket hats, though, or the hats backwards. And yeah, shit. LA shit. Yeah. Like, niggas never want to give it credit. You know what I'm saying? But first of all, bro, we all remember when when only a certain demographic of kid was wearing skinny jeans. And this is like you know what I'm saying the emo kids and yeah, the rock kids. Fuck with yeah, them yeah. Everybody used to fuck with them. Those, those are the rock, skater kids. The rockers and the skaters is the only one. Them the niggas I was do create, and it was so sad. Those were the niggas I was killing themselves, bro. Just not to know that if you would have just stayed four or five more years, you'd be that You would have been a legend, bro. Like <laughs> yeah, that's fucking crazy. So that's all LA shit. That's, that's that's in my in my opinion that's all LA shit. You feel me? Yeah. Like nigga, uh, nigga Dior got a whole Chuck Taylor. 
Yeah, I saw that, bro. That's LA shit. You feel me? Man, they they got the uh, the, the sneaker. Now they got like skateboard sneakers because of Travis Scott. But that's from that's, that's LA from, shit. Yeah, that's you feel me? Shit. Nigga, them is fucking SBs, fancy ass SBs, yeah, bro. And then even look at it like this. You know what I'm saying? With this whole like. You know what I'm saying? Men wearing these shorter shorts or whatever. Nigga, them is surfer board shorts. You got niggas in motherfucking mm, Atlanta. I didn't think about that. You got that. niggas in Atlanta yeah. wearing these shorts. These are surfer board shorts. It's not even a fucking ocean over here. You're right, because look at, uh, look at, you got, you got look at, why they can't jump. You got you a nigga that? in nowhere, see it, and no, and nowhere motherfucking St. Louis wearing this shit. There's not an ocean here. There's not an ocean in Iowa. You feel me? Like, but you're wearing these things. And then you got your higher socks on. You know what I'm saying? With your typical low top or mid top sneaker. Like yeah. an LA nigga. Yeah. Like my nigga, we don't. My argument was, and this is where I still stand by this. We don't need no specific one nigga because we taught all y'all niggas how to dress. Yeah. And then so now if you need a specific one nigga, shit me. I put that shit on all the time. I'm flyest, flyest nigga out here. And if you know another nigga flyer, point him to me, my nigga, so I can go shopping. I ain't tripping. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. So we we're we're, we're unfortunately man uh, getting towards the end, but um. Before we get there, man, I, I always ask these people uh, this question. Anybody that I interview, say you weren't making music and, and this wasn't even a part of your lifestyle since day one at all, bro. Nothing, bro. What do you like think? Like you say, not making music. Like yeah, you weren't making music, not even as a kid. Like, it wasn't something that, that how it is. They're the total opposite, bro. You know what I'm saying? Music wasn't what would change you or whatever, anything like that. What do you think you'd be doing? Like, what would you have a regular type of job or... You know what I'm saying? What would be like? Can I be like a manager, like an A and R? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh, as far as that, yeah, uh, like, like this music, like I'm not into music, like that's at all. That's a good one. I never got that answer. So yeah, yeah. Why not be a manager? I mean, I meant like as an artist. So yeah, yeah. Oh, so I you'd still be, yeah. you'd still be in music, nigga. I'd be fucking DJ. If you weren't an artist, yeah. <laughs> I'd be fucking DJ Cali, Birdman, Puffy. You feel me? All yeah. them type of shit, nigga. I ain't gonna never not be on the song, nigga. You feel me? So, yeah. nigga, we the best. Shit. <laughs> like, yeah. So, any other any new festivals you got coming out? Like, let everybody know what you um, got going on. Right now, I'm working. Game on Six just released. Yeah, game Please six check that out, y'all. That shit is bar for bar every song, bro. I promise. I got the best project out right now as far as the independent artists, and I say that only because I put the most hard work into my shit. Not to say without no help, because I do have a lot of help, but I don't have management. I don't have. You know, all these things that I don't have the I don't have the tools that are just being given away. I gotta go work for Mars. Yeah, it's all funded by you. Yeah, it's all it's all funded by me. But I want these tools bad enough to work for them and eventually I get to where I need to be. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm, I keep saying it. I don't know where this deal coming from, but somebody finna give me some money, it's gonna happen soon. I know it is. But um And that's everybody's story. Like if they see who somebody could see this interview and see your your because I feel like this interview is your best interview you ever did because we're getting to know a different side of you, a side where even when you start doing other interviews, it's just gonna be basic shit like, Oh, how'd you get your name? Uh uh what inspires you or you know what I'm saying? Stuff it would be simple shit like that. People aren't gonna know who you are, but when they when when you start being like when you start bringing out that real you into the mainstream media, people can look back at this like, oh yeah, he been said he was gonna do this. He been said he was, you know what I'm saying? And it's just one of those. I saw this interview where Drake was like, yeah, man, I'm I'm gonna win like seven Grammys, and that and this was way before he was on, bro. He was just finishing that that TV show, and now look where he's at, bro. And, and that's real because you just like I said like in the beginning, it's just that feeling of just knowing. You feel me? So. 
Like I, I, I've been, I've been saying this shit for a cool little, you know, a couple weeks now. I don't know where this deal. I'm finna get a deal. Like not like in a year now. Like my shit finna come soon. Like I could feel it. You know what I'm saying? I know that God is in the neighborhood. He just ain't made it to my door yet. You so let's me? talk. Let's talk. Who would you? And 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 this is not to jinx anything. And this is not even to shoot on anybody in the future. That if you do sign with somebody that. Is maybe like a, a, this is none of that. So please yeah. don't don't get on, bro. But who would you like to sign to? To whoever made the most sense, because this is how I look at it. Different labels can you could put ten niggas in a room, give them all no, the I, same contract from the same label. It's gonna get ten different results. You could put ten niggas in a room, give them all the same contract with ten different labels. Gonna get ten different results. Everybody can do something with with what their situation is. You know what I'm saying? There's always gonna be a, a prince for the SoundCloud rapper. So it's gonna be a Michael Jackson for the yeah. random nigga that's just freestyling in his homie's basement right now. So it's gonna be that's like, gonna be its own genre yeah. too. Yeah. If it yeah. not, yeah. if it ain't shit. already, yeah. Oh shit, you feel me? Basement so, rap. <laughs> I know that I just need to have a good situation that can take me to a certain a certain space. You feel me? And I'm I'm very clear what I, what what I want that space to be. You feel me? I have people around me who I can consult with, who I can who I can. Uh, What's the word? What's the word they use in church? Communion with you, fellowship with you, yeah, feel yeah, me? Yeah. Chop it up with and be like, "Hey, my nigga, they talking about this." So what about blah blah? And they'll give me the, the real one two in the situation. But then I also have people around me who know how bad I want the situation, so I know that they, you know, keeping my name in certain rooms and all that type of shit too. So you never know what somebody's talking about when you're not around, for better or for worse. You know what I'm saying? In my situation, blessed to be it for better. But um, my you nigga, do good, you receive good. Yeah, bingo. You feel me? And I don't fuck over nobody. I don't fuck with nobody. I, I just be solid. And that's that's my probably best thing going for me in this industry. Because everybody around me, I didn't either spend some money with or made some money with. Everybody. Who's in my immediate circle, there's not one person around who can't say I didn't put them on a bag of some sort. You feel me? That's like, you know what I'm that's saying? That's some bullshit, bro. It's like, even with my nigga, my nigga Dario being right here. If you ask me right now. Shout out Dario the cameraman. Yeah, boom. You feel me? If you ask me right now, hey, you know somebody who shoot video? Yeah, Dario. Yeah. That's, that's the first thing I'm going to say. Yeah, Dario. Yeah, boom. Right there. Oh, you need it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's that. Because who, who the fuck else am I throwing to? Throw it to this nigga. You feel me? That's so, that brotherly love, bro. And, and I just keep it solid like that. So, and going into business with a label. I have enough education to know, like, oh, I've done this, I've done it, let's see how this shit go. And I have enough, and this is where the business comes in at. I'm not blinded by the artistry of, well, I think I deserve this, so I'm not, oh, I'm only going to take, like, a lot of times niggas be, unre be, be unrealistic. I'm only going to take this and do that. You got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. That's so, you know what I'm saying? And, am I going to get what I'm worth? For sure. You know what I'm saying? When I, when I get, I'll put it like this. Will I get what I'm worth? Maybe not. Will I get what I deserve? Definitely. See, you know what I'm saying? What what Dude. I'm what I'm worth is I need to, I need to take another step first, and then, and then I decide what I'm worth, and then they'll be with that. But we need to get there first. Does that ever? Do you ever feel like that might be an issue where you might not ever know when to be like to be okay with what you got, or do you know that once you get to do you already have a plan where when you get I'm, to this level you're like I'm good now? No, nah, it's no level. Yeah, there's no ceiling because I mean I'm always having imagination. You feel me? Like, think about it like this. I remember, I remember there was a point in time where I was like, shit, if I could just buy an ounce. Mm. Like, I remember, I, no, take it back to that. I remember when me and my little brother used to save roaches and then break them down and then smoke those. Mm. And then we'd get like a gram of some weed and mix that in and stretch it out into like two blunts. 
You feel me? So like, nigga, I that know, shit I know it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm like heartbroken, bro. Yeah, nigga, I know, I know all kind of hustles. You feel me? I know all kind of struggles. You know what I'm saying? Every day wasn't bad. Every day wasn't good. But I know what it's like to have to get some shit up out the mud or whatever. So yeah. when it comes to my success, when it comes to my my business, when it comes to my music and all that kind of shit, mm-hmm. I'm forever evolving and forever changing. You feel me? Like I got I got dreams now, and then I'll get there, and then I see some other cool shit. And then I want to do that, or I meet some more cool people, and then I want to, you know, maybe get involved with what they got going on. But that's also the positive of not surrounding yourself with people who don't have going on what you have going on. You know what I'm saying? I never use the term less than because that's subjective. But I say this: um, I was in a, I was in a, in a room. You know what I'm saying? A couple weeks ago, or whatever, with a group of people, and I couldn't understand why the fuck am I here with these niggas. Like, like, elaborate on that. Like, why? Like, like, this is gonna, and you know what? I'm gonna call it what it is. You can take it how you want to take it. Um, I, I, I'm self aware, so I am superficial and materialistic. Mm. If I wasn't materialistic, I wouldn't have this nice ass couch you're sitting on. If I wasn't superficial, as fuck too. If I, if I wasn't superficial, I wouldn't have beautiful kids because their mothers are beautiful. You know what I'm saying? We we like what we like. You feel me? Yeah. And that's that's just that. I'm not mad at the nigga with a Lamborghini and be like, oh, you think you are you superficial? You know, it's material. Like, motherfucking nigga, I want that bitch too. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm taller, so I might want something else. But you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You feel me? So when it comes to why the seats don't go back? Man, I'm too tall, but that shit had my knees, my nigga. Like all them little exotic cars and shit be hurting me. Knees, I'm too tall for that shit. I need a truck. I hope I get me? them problems one day. <laughs> be like, wow, what's wrong with your seat? Oh, I was just getting out the lap real quick for yeah, yeah, yeah. the muscles. <laughs> but um, and then just knowing these things about myself and all that. Um, that's dope, and now they know that about you, and, and I'm glad we did this interview, bro, because you be you got a real good spirit on you in in, in you, man, and I feel like. Um, obviously, you've already touched a lot of souls, but I'm just grateful that we can do this interview to get, you know, whoever people that haven't heard of you or even people that already heard of you and that are tuning in, just to, to get a glimpse glimpse of you, you know. Shout before. out to everybody that tuned in, man. Yeah. Everybody stay down. It's all love, man, because we want to see you grow. Everybody at LA Unlocked, we, the thing that I love is three gives me the, the opportunity to, to really choose, hey, do you want to interview this dude? Would you interview, you know? And if I don't fuck with you, it's just business. That's how it is. But when I do fuck with you and, and I go and I listen to your music and I see your content and I see, you know, you're really doing something. Because I, I think I did uh, slide past your TikTok too just to see if you had one. Uh, I think you're like at 70K. Oh, let's you're pretty up there. You're, you're up there and, and I just saw like, damn. Hey, TikTok showing nigga love, bro. I ain't gonna fuck. You're really out here trying to change the game bro in every way that you can and, and people people that, that do stuff like that I really want to work with that because I want to, not only to, to help get you out there but I want to learn from you too you know what I'm saying so I want to I use these interviews the TikTok got 37 yeah 37.5 thousand yeah 336,000 likes and then let me see that's the Crippin' in the Kitchen hashtag the Crippin' in the Kitchen yeah 3 million views on it Throw all that out to everybody so they can check it out right now, bro. Throw out your how to spell your name, bro, where they can find your your, your TikTok. All Man, that. so follow me on Instagram, The Rich Trapper. Follow me on TikTok, The Rich Trapper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, all one word. Yeah, everything's all one word. Yeah. All major platform, all major platforms. Rich Trapper Game Six is out now everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also want to throw in uh, Go Stream. I Need a Bitch. That was produced yeah, yeah. by the late great Tracks Million. You know what I'm saying? Go stream that. That's a that's a that's a pretty big slapper. You know what I'm saying? That's uh, that's actually 
my lead single, you know what I'm saying? I, I believe that that's what I'm going to... That was a single that I put out a second ago, but I believe I'm going to put that as a lead single and reintroduce it for uh, I'm Still Rich. Yeah, definitely. It'll, sure. it'll, it'll make for a good a good uh, single. Man, thank you again, bro, Like for giving us your time, for welcoming thank us. Thank you guys for coming down. I appreciate you guys for coming. Hell yeah, man. Well, I, I hope we can get another one, another interview, when, when, oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Man. When we're... When we got to fly out somewhere because now you yeah. live out of state, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we're like, yeah, come in if you will fly you out, Steven, and three. No, but, um, yeah, man, thank you again for your time, bro. And appreciate man, you, I appreciate the hospitality, oh, yeah, man. man. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Three, I appreciate you. Yo, thank you, man, for, for being a part of this, for taking the shots for us, man. Everyone that's tuning in, uh, we're going to be more consistent with the interviews, too. So make sure you lock in uh, with us every week. We usually do it on Friday, but, you know, we made a, 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 a special Thursday for the for the bro this week. You oh, know yeah, I mean? appreciate that. Of course, of course, man. And three again, man. Thank you, bro. Elion Lock, you already know what it is. It's your boy, Steve DeMar. I appreciate y'all, man. One love. Yeah.